Don Darty reaches a strong audience of educated consumers with disposable incomes. We will tailor our commercial <coughs> to fit your needs. From All right, I'm turning your mics down. Okay. Email us at ads at thecigarauthority.com. thecigarauthority.com. Get in on our team and team up with the Cigar Authority. Looking for a great place in the Metro West area to hang out with family and friends? Look no further. Check out Johnny Ray's Sports Bar, Restaurant, and Lounge on Route 62 in Maynard. Johnny Ray's is a fantastic spot to watch games, enjoy top-notch food at reasonable prices, and live Las Vegas-style entertainment all under one roof. It's the all-new Johnny Ray's, formerly JoJo's West, on 86 Potter Mill Road, Route 62 in Maynard. Johnny Ray's features live bands, karaoke DJs, poker tournaments, comedy shows, and weekly performances by Johnny Ray, including Sinatra Sundays. Check out Johnny Ray's Maynard. The following is a sponsored program. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WWZ and Boston 1510 The Zone or its management. Live from a cigar store near you, it's the Cigar Authority with your host, Tommy Grella. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy. Tommy is a Scorpio, he likes biking, and he's never been laid. Chuck Morrison. He's a really nice guy, you know, but I'm pretty sure that he is a serial murderer. <laughs> and the worldwide authority on everything cigar. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. David Garofalo. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. This is the Cigar Authority. And we are the Cigar Authority. Hi, everybody. August 7th, 2010. This is a big day for us. This is the week that we go live. This is on New Hours. Those that are uh, listening on the radio right now and haven't heard the show before, this is the Cigar Authority. Don't touch those dials. Let's a say show, hi to our friends. A show, two hours about cigars Yeah, and the lifestyle of the cigar smoker, the finer things in life. What we like. That's what we are. Because we are the authority. We are the authority of premium products. So uh, if you want to give us a call at any time, 617-237-1234 is the number, 617-237-1234. My name is David Garofalo, and this is Tommy Grella beside me. Yeah, and I want to say hi to all our friends listening live from 12 to 2 every Saturday, WWZN 1510 The Zone, WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio Nashua, and WGHM 900 The Game in Manchester. Hello to all my buddies. And if listening to us isn't enough, you can go on to the CigarAuthority.com or Ustream.net, and you can watch us live on a video and see exactly what we're doing. And, and uh, if they miss the show, they can pick it up on Podbean.com as well. That's right. So the show is there available to you at any time. After the show, this thing is going to last forever and ever and ever. So lucky welcome you. aboard. Yeah, <laughs> lucky you. Lucky you. Welcome aboard the Cigar Authority, a two-hour show about the finer things in life. And we are the, the Cigar Authority. We'll tell you what the best thing is and, and, and how to use it and how to smoke it and how to drink it and how to eat it. Yeah, we're going to do a little manja today. We're going to eat, we're going to drink, we're going to smoke, and we're going to have a good time. Can we smoke, please? We're going to smoke. First cigar of the new time slot that we have is going to be the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar. This is a box-pressed cigar, and this will be the first time I'm smoking it. Have you smoked this yet? No, I haven't. I'm going to smoke it for the first time here live on the the show. Okay. For those that uh, know Rocky Patel cigars, Rocky Patel has been out, obviously, 15 years now. They are the folks that came out with Indian Tobacco years ago, and they had other brands out there called, like, Horsepower and and Fire and, uh, you know, 
he, they had some winners, they had some losers, and then all of a sudden, a few years back, Rocky Patel comes out with the Edge and Rocky Patel Vintage. They have become they nationally huge. known, huge, huge brands. And uh, I'll tell you, not from the lack of effort, this guy Rocky Patel worked his butt off to get popular. He did a lot, a lot of work. He is on the road, and he has success. And here is his celebration cigar after all the success called the 15th Anniversary Cigar. So uh, for those uh, that think they know how to smoke and light and cut a cigar, we're going to explain it to you anyway and tell you the right way to do it. When you look at a cigar, there's a little hat on top of a cigar. That's the cap of the cigar. When you cut a cigar, and I've seen it done many, many times the wrong way, and we're live at a cigar store as we are each and every week because, frankly, you can't smoke cigars in the studio, so we are a show that has to be live at a cigar store. Today we're at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and uh, we're going to show you the proper way to cut a cigar, which is above that little cap. Don't cut way deep down on a, on a cigar. Just you cut. just want to take off like, you know, like a sixteenth of an inch to an eighth of an inch. You want to open the whole thing up, but you don't want to take off more than the whole cap. And the cap is where you see the, you can see like three lines at the top of the cigar. That's where they actually wrap the tobacco at the end, forming the cap. Because it is a triple cap on this. It, it, actually, yeah. it's a very pretty cap. I wanted to say that because yeah. we. Our, our chief job on the show is to tell you what we think of particular cigars. The truth. The truth. The real deal. And we smoke two cigars at least every week. At least. And we, yeah, at least. And uh, our job is to tell you what we think and, and hopefully hit you with what's new and good cigars out there. This is, as you mentioned, the Rocky Patel 15th anniversary. First of all, it's dense, it's box-pressed, yep. and it's dark. Yep. It it's very it, dark. It looks like it's going to be strong. The initial, it does. The initial taste before I even light it. I can tell there's a little, little on, on my lips, a little tingling going on on my lips. So it's packed full body. Oh, yeah. These are premium cigars we're talking about, folks. Not stuff you can get inside a convenience store. Premium handmade America's cigars. America's was a black farmer, so I <laughs> But working with him made me see. Working with him made him see? There we go. Um, premium stuff. We're talking premium cigars here. If you've never had a premium cigar, we urge you to go into a tobacconist. A tobacco shop that specializes in it. Learn a little something. These are the finer things in life, folks. And uh, if, you, if you've never done it before, you're missing something. It's, it, it's really something. It's not a habit. It is a finer thing in life. It's an enjoyment. Yeah, you just enjoy. I enjoy smoking a fine cigar. There we go. A scotch, driving around in the Jaguar all day. Yep. It could be further from the truth, though. Cigar guys aren't, like, elitists. Cigar guys t tend to be blue-collar guys. Yeah, there's a lot of them. But and we love you out yeah. there. We love you cigar smokers like that. I'm, you know, some of the best people I've ever met, some of my best friends I met actually smoking a cigar. That's it. Andy. Right. I was at Andy's house all day yesterday. Met him smoking a cigar here. Right. Cigar yeah. guys like to sit down, have a cigar, and chat. And that's what we're doing here on the show. We chat about what cigar guys chat about. Right. Typically, by the way, it goes cigars, food, booze. And, I don't know, sometimes women, but we're all married and loyal, we talk about, you know, women we saw or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we lie. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we, yeah. <laughs> lie about the women we've had. <laughs> sitting, <laughs> sitting on the beach watching, you know, the scenery. Right. You know, which is nice. So I'm toasting a cigar, and just like toasting a marshmallow, I'm not going to just light it up in two seconds. I'm I gonna like spend, I'm gonna toast spend a few seconds. I love toasting marshmallows. Well, if I ever toast <laughs> a marshmallow. Listen, you can't burn them. No. You know, people light them on fire, they get the burnt thing. You ruin the whole flavor of the smell. The it. thing is the patience. It's the same thing with lighting a cigar. That's it. Golden you brown. You patiently toast the marshmallow. 
this is going to take us close to an hour to smoke the cigar. So you spend a minute lighting and cutting it. Right. It's a, uh, you know when we, we drink wine, mm-hmm. we swish the r- wine around and we smell the wine and we look at the wine through the light and we smell again and then we put it in our mouth and we taste. You know why they tap the glasses? Well, cheers, right? Cheers. It, it is to use every sense that you use. Oh, to then bring your ears in as part Correct. of the sense. So, so they end up doing that so that every part of your sense can be there. The same thing has to happen with the cigar. You look at the cigar, you roll it in your fingers and listen to it. Listen to the uh, tobacco in it. And if it's too dry, it's going to be cracked. Oh, yeah, too- yeah, that's right, yeah. So you use everything you have into this. This particular cigar is, I, I believe, $10.50. That's, that's, that's a good thing. $10.50. That's not a cheap cigar. It's not a cheap cigar. This thing's up there. It's his 15th anniversary. Hey, it's celebration. We'll see if it's worth $10.50. This is the first time I'm trying it, too. So far, so good. Little aggressiveness. Little, little uh, strength at the very beginning of this. Not, like, super spicy, though. I'm not getting no. that tingle on the tongue like I thought I would. Like you said, in the pre-light, we tasted this thing. We got a little tingle on the tongue. Yeah. So I lit it anticipating. You like right. that? Yeah. I was anticipating. Yeah. I was anticipating getting, like, tons of pepper right in the beginning of, of this light. Not at all. No. Sometimes the first, like, quarter of an inch, half inch of a cigar, and this is a good tip for you guys, sometimes it, it has a taste that, that puts you off. Sometimes it's too spicy. Sometimes it starts bitter. And we always say, give it, give it a quarter of an inch to a half an inch before you decide whether or not you like it. Right. Don't make that decision yet because a complex cigar is going to change. It's not yeah. going to be one-dimensional. Yeah. It's going to change as it's going on. Right now, I'm getting straight down the middle of the tongue. Strength straight down the middle, right to the back of the yeah, throat. Yeah, and not super pepper, not super, super strength yet. But I would instantly, I'm thinking, boy, this has got nice balance. Okay. We, 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 okay, that's it. You, that's, that's, that's all you got? That's because I'm not agreeing with it. I'm going to say, okay, that's what you do. Oh, I don't have balance. I got straight down the middle. That's it. It's not balance. You don't got balance here. Not yet, but I just lit up. So, so let's give this some, some time. Uh, we got a lot of things to talk about today. We're going to have Max Bickler. He is the regional sales manager of Rocky Patel Cigars. We're going to bring him on after the break. And Max is also the poster child for Metrosexual. He is. They actually, and I'm serious, <laughs> for those of you who don't know Max, Max Bickler, okay? Like, they, they were starting to find out that there were straight men out there who were clothes whores and dressed like, you know, like a gigolo and yeah. had their eyebrows waxed. And, and they, they saw Max and said, this is so profound, we need to come up with a, a way to describe it. Let metrosexual, and, they, and, and Max Beckler. He's actually in the Webster Dictionary. Next to the word metrosexual is a picture of Max. Well, let, let, let's just look at his attire that he has here. He has the glasses Stand- hanging down from his shirt. Okay, the shirt's open halfway down like he's an Italian goomba. He's got the, he's, the jacket's got the uh, little cloth in the. He, yeah, he's he's got the the silk week. handkerchief as a cloth in his now, in his lapel. Now go all the way down to the pink shoes. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> pink velour moccasins. I'm not lying. These are pink moccasins, not velour. What are they? Suede. Pink suede moccasins. It's it's unbelievable. And by the way, his girlfriend is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's an a, eleven. Yeah. Yeah. They, they they apparently like that. When I grew up, <laughs> when I grew up at his age, we used to beat guys up like him. Oh, all the time. Actually, I feel bad and for him. Nowadays, I'm in awe of the man. <laughs> in awe of the man. He's he's not statuesque, but he's got presence because of his attire. He, he is a small man. He's small. Well, I didn't say he was, we didn't say he was small. Well, but I just said he wasn't statuesque. Five, it was a nicer way to say it. Five seven. He's five. Well, I'm six two. So it, 
I'm 5'5", five, five, he's 5'7". Five, he's not 5'7". You're 5'5", five, five both ways. Yes. <laughs> well, our radio listeners don't know. That's You're well robust. Balanced. It's well balanced. Well balanced. You talked well balanced. It's well balanced. I've got balance. Uh, I, I, I balance my meals. Yeah. You know, I eat a lot of carb and a lot of meat. What are we eating today? Ooh, we got Balducci's coming today. Okay, there's a brand new joint that opened up here in the Salem, New Hampshire and area. And a real fired oven pizza. They got real fired oven, wood, fired, wood, wood fired, fired ovens right over here down the street in Salem, New Hampshire on Route 28, Balducci's. I've not tried it yet, so I figure let's really put them on the spot, like the cigar, and we'll, we'll try their pizza and wings that they're known for live right here. Well, known for. They're brand new. How known but, but are no, they? Well, it, well, that's, you know, they have sandwiches and stuff. They're known for pizza and wings. Okay. That's what they, gonna, they, they say. We're going to try both. Great. We're going to try both. They're going to bring, bring out both. And we're not going to be one of those radio shows that we try it and they, because they gave it to us for nothing. We're going to say, wow, this is great. No. No, look. look We've we got to dis- tell our, our listeners this. Yeah. On the Cigar Authority, we tell you like it is. I mean, it's too bad if we like Max, but we don't like a cigar. We're going to tell you we don't like a cigar. Right. We might like a cigar and not like Max. Right. I mean, quite frankly, that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's not likely. It's very obvious. It's, no. It is obvious. <laughs> Balducci, same thing. You know, I just told him, I said, hey, we do the radio show. Come bring us a little manja during our show. They said yes. I says, look, I'm not going to tell you we're going to like it. We're going to tell them the truth. Yeah, we'll tell That's you where what it we is. That's what we do. We're the authority. Okay. So I, I hope I like it. I might like it. You know, there's, there's, it, w- w- the way it goes for pizza for me, Uh huh. there's no bad pizza. There's, there's better pizza, but all pizza's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never met a pizza I didn't eat. And, you know, this is – you ever see the fights like people say Chicago pizza's better and no, New York's better because it's the original? Yeah. I think of it like music. Like, you know, just because Coltrane was one of the fathers, or let's say Bird was one of the fathers, found, founding fathers of jazz, yeah. doesn't mean all, ha- all jazz has to sound like Charlie Parker sounded. Right. Okay, jazz can progress and, get, and gets better, and then you have, um, I don't know, give me a jazz musician. Anybody. Uh, Mitch Miller. Mitch Miller, which we could talk about. <laughs> you know, you, you can have new jazz, new stuff come out that's still good. It's just different. It doesn't have to be the original to be good. Is my point. Chicago deep dish pizza is good. It I does like it. okay. P- the original New York pizza is the original New York, New York pizza. That's the, that's the original. Yeah. Okay, but it uh, doesn't mean New York pizza is bad or this place is going to be bad. It's just different, like you said. Truth be told, yeah. cigars are one of my high passions. But oh yeah. Food is number one. I would no, say coffee's no, number one. Coffee. Coffee with donuts, which, <laughs> which we did before the show. We said we these, did. These these cigars might be a little full bodied. By the way, if you're going to have something full-bodied, I highly recommend you put some food inside you. I never missed a meal anyway, ever. No. But put some food in you, and if it has something with sugar on it, like the honey-dipped donut I ate. <laughs> from Heavenly's. From, from Heavenly Donuts yeah. in Methuen, Massachusetts. Yeah, they have several locations, but they do make a good donut, don't they? They do. They you know do. what the key is to a donut? Fresh. Right. You can't eat a donut that was made two days ago. It's got to be made like, you know, that morning. Canes in Saugus, oh, Massachusetts. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll just say that. If you're looking oh, for the yeah. best donut. That's the donut right there. So we're all over the place, guys, and girls that are listening. Actually, if you're a girl listening, you might want to actually change the channel. Well, we want to have everybody we can and stuff, but th- this is pretty much going to be a guy type of thing. We're a guy show. It's a guy show. We like guy stuff. But hang in, girls. If you're wondering what we're talking about, what do the guys talk about, this is what they talk about, and that's what the show is all about. Mm. You go into any cigar store, and the guys are sitting around. This is the crap we're talking about. Mm. 
and making fun of guys like Max and things like that. And that's only Which because, is, because we wish we were him, right? But he really makes it so easy, doesn't he? he Speaking of making it easy, Chuck, our producer over here. He's awesome. We're going to have later on in the next hour, we're going to bring our old producer, Mr. Jonathan, back in. Really? He's, he's in. He needs to plug something. And he said, can I come in? Of course you can come in. And he's the guy we used to make fun of, of how he dressed and looked. And he kind of looks like a regular heterosexual male today. But Chuck, on the other hand. Oh, yeah. Chuck went with the pink golf shirt. Not even <laughs> I. Hey, hey. Okay? Hey. Max would, first of all, Max would bitch slap you, <laughs> all right, for wearing that unironed. You don't pull that off with, with a, a hat with a pink rim, okay, and a pink golf shirt. You got to put it together, Max, right? That, you got to iron it. It's the whole look. But that is a shirt that used to be white. That's my right. Guess. Thank you, Dave. And it went in the laundry. With something red. With something red. Yep. Uh-huh. And it ended up exactly. there. Exactly. And he didn't want to throw it away. He says, I'm going to, but I'll wear it on the radio. But that's the no... difference between a fashion faux pas and being Metro. He's okay. just pulling off a fashion faux pas. That's right. That's, <laughs> I, I will admit to this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, Where'd you get that hat? Oh, no, but it looks good on you. It looks good on you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. Uh, So I'm I'm thinking the cigar is uh, a little too full-bodied for me. It's very aggressive. It's down the back of my throat. It's heavy. Max will come come and tell us. I am a milder cigar smoker, just so everybody understands out there. I can smoke anything. I do smoke everything. Yeah. But... If I was choosing a cigar for myself, I like to go to the milder. I don't want to fight with it. I, I don't want to get a little high from it. It's, it's a little heavy, and, I, and I'm only uh, an inch or so into this thing. But let's describe this for a second because we like to do that. We, we, look, we recognize taste is subjective, and we're going to try and separate on the show what we think of the cigar and, and whether or not it's our taste profile, okay? And I think we have pretty eclectic tastes, but we like to describe it for you. Now, I happen to don't think this is that strong it's certainly got some strength but let's define this david it's not like super f- like flavor powerhouse it's bo- full bodied but it's, not full flavored it's not it doesn't have a lot of flavor going on but what it does have is a lot of strength it's, it does it, it has it's, strength it's weighing on my chest it, it's more heavy and strong than it is lots of different flavors happening i don't have a lot of flavor uh it's not flavorless but it's not um what it was we have we have a we, we have a live show going on. We on, do on have the a live show. There. And there's a road race going on in, in town, apparently, and it's one of those um, they have to stop off at different places and do different things. So they're coming here, and they have to buy cigars in between their race. You guys are racing? That's nice. Uh, does your entire team wear this? Do you mind if we say this on the radio? You're just wearing the pink. There's a lot of pink going on here, and I'm it's getting really freaking out. <laughs> I'm really freaking out. You guys should ask Max about his shoes. Yeah, he's got pink shoes over there. We got you all- guys are just out of the loop today, apparently. <laughs> I didn't get the memo. Yeah, no one gave me the memo on wear pink today, Grella. I'm very uncomfortable with that. <laughs> I don't mind telling you I'm freaking out. <laughs> so I, I think the cigar is, is not like super flavor bomb, but it's definitely got some strength. It's got a lot of strength. It's really What, what, what do you water. think it tastes like? What would you compare this to? Um, it is a little Don Pepinish, which is Don Pepin is a maker out of Nicaragua. It's heavy, heavy Nicaraguan tobacco that I taste. Uh, I know this is, a, this is a new factory for Rocky Patel in Nicaragua. This is uh, his first project he's doing out of there. It certainly uh, is resemblance of that heavy, heavy Nicaraguan taste. And I'm, I'm sure Max will come in and, and break the cigar down and tell us. I'm getting some Lajero in the nose. I'm getting oh. a little bit in the nose. 
I don't know if I'm going to get through it. You, don't, you think it's a little too strong for you? It's, it's way too strong. It's way too strong. This is a strong. This is not a cigar for the new guy that's smoking cigars. Let me give this a try. But if you like a really strong cigar, that's that's not like um, I'm going to say bitter, but not that bitter is a bad thing. It's just not. This is not like a flavor bomb, but it's it's tons of strength. Right? It's heavy. Heavy. It like a Lajero. Yeah. Like a Lido, if you like Lido Gomez, Lajero, La Flor Dominicana, Lajero. It's the maybe part of that. The top part of the plant is Lajero leaves. It gets closer to the sun. It gets heavier. I'm sure it uses Lajero tobacco, which is giving the strength. This of the reminds cigar. me of the not the Camacho Diploma of yesterday, the Camacho Diploma of now. It's yeah. got that kind of strength. Yeah, it's heavy. It's heavy. So... If you like those, if you like that type of cigar, this is a cigar I definitely would put in your repertoire. Um, if you if you like a mild cigar, you're not going to want to go towards this. And maybe if you like a stronger cigar on certain occasions, this is the kind of cigar you have at the end of a night after a big steak dinner or something like that. Yeah, we're looking at about ten dollars and fifty cents. The size is called the Toro, six and a half by fifty-two. At ten dollars and fifty cents, that's an expensive cigar. I, I think it's a little overpriced. I'm going to be honest with you. Ooh, right off the bat. I'm there. sorry, but I got to say that. I mean, I got a lot of cigars I'd rather smoke that are a little less money. Well, right now with where the economy is and things like that. A, uh, a good cigar starts at about $5. Right. And they go up. You get over the $10 mark, you, you're getting, uh, it, it better live up to its name. So we'll come back with Max Bickler in a minute. We're going to talk more cigars, and we're going to eat a little something from Balducci's. We'll see you uh, in two. Yes. We are the Cigar Authority. On the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Jonathan is my DJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. We do everything from TV to radio and weddings to backyard barbecues. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we will tailor a package to fit your needs. Reach me at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or by phone 603-475-1391. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I would like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's Stogie Heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1 on Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Nashua, and Seabrook, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have put three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Tax-Free, New Hampshire, or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars anywhere, and single cigars, too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Get in on the ground floor of our new show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority reaches a strong audience of educated consumers with disposable incomes. We will tailor a commercial to fit your needs, from post-production to the finished product. Email us at ads at thecigarauthority.com. That's ads at thecigarauthority.com. Get in on our team and team up with the Cigar Authority. White Birch Brewing is the home of finely crafted small batch beers. My friend, owner and operator Bill Herlicker's goal is to brew great beer for the beer enthusiast. Let me tell you from experience, folks, this guy is all about quality. White Birch Brewing is a two-barrel brewery located in Hookset, New Hampshire. That takes an artisan approach to brewing. 
Phil releases unique interpretations of Belgian styles, barley wines, imperial stouts, and wild ales. Each batch is bottle conditioned and aged at the brewery. It's a slow process, but one they wouldn't trade for anything. Ask your local retailer for White Birch beers or go to whitebirchbrewing.com. Our friends at White Birch Brewing are as passionate about beer as the Cigar Authority is about food? No, cigars. Cigars, yeah, that makes sense. Grella Financial is a multi-generational, wholly independent financial planning firm. Family owned and operated, all of their clients are treated like extensions of their family. They'll take the time to find out what is truly important to you for making great financial decisions. Unlike working with larger firms and talking to voicemail, you are assured to talk with Tom Sr., Tom Jr., Joanne, or Bridget Grella every time. Going through a divorce, selling a business, inheriting money, or about to retire? Consider calling the Grella family at 800-752-7235 or visit them on the web at grellafinancial.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Hey, Sammy B here. Sammy B's Custom Carpentry. Foundation to finish and everything in between. Find a job I can't do. I dare you. At Sammy B's Custom Carpentry, I build everything myself. So you know it's American made and built to last. I don't subcontract I'm committed to getting a job, and I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references, 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy B's 603-553-2345. And we're back with the Cigar Authority, 617-237-1234 if you want to call and join us in. And tell us what you're smoking, 617. They want to call and join us in? Join, join in on us? Yeah. Join, join in, in on, on you? Uh, maybe. They want to join in on the conversation. Join. Actually, I want someone to call in, someone who's Metro maybe, if you, and if you appreciate that. Because we have Max Beckler officially here. Max, how do you like us beating you up like that? I love it. I really, I live for it. That's why I wore the shoes. Oh, is that why you went I, with the pink? I, I was counting on it. Pink, what I, are the, suede, I was counting pink suede. On. You know, I was actually... Moccasins. They're mocks. They're, they're driving mocks. And I drove here. So that, you know, I put them... But I came you, yesterday... You're driving a Formula Those One Those kind of cost at least 10 bucks. Yeah. yeah. At least. <laughs> at least. <laughs> you know, I came yesterday and uh, just to, uh, to stop by and say hello. And, and uh, I got beat up yesterday because I had uh, a shirt that they thought was too tight. So I said, well, I'll really show them today. Oh, <laughs> is that what you were thinking? <laughs> this is the sales, sales approach, right? I'll Get really them talking sh- about you, right? I'll really show them today. So tell us about this cigar, Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar. This is, uh, this is, our, this is our new uh, King Daddy cigar right now. This is the 15th anniversary. It just shipped um, in the past week. July 30th, we did a nationwide launch for this cigar. And um, it actually is, is made in a different factory from... Uh, from most of our other cigars, actually. We're making this cigar in Nicaragua as opposed to in Honduras where we make uh, the rest of our line. So you, this is the premium as opposed to the decade that get, got all the attention and the high ratings? This you know, the price point is very similar. It's almost identical to decade, but the style is very different. It is. Very different. I love the decade. I have no problem smoking the decade. This one is definitely on the powerhouse side of it. I don't think you make a stronger cigar. No, this is our fullest body cigar, and I, I think I think when uh, when Rocky blended this cigar, they had in mind creating something that was different and maybe a little more boutique and a little uh, a little bit of a different style cigar for the guys that are out there uh, who maybe don't smoke vintage or don't smoke decade because they are looking for something with a little more strength, a little more body. Can you tell us who makes it? It's made in Nicaragua in a very small factory uh, that Rocky 
bought uh, and partnered with a, uh, a guy down there, Amika. Amika. And, when, and can you tell us if he's making anything else? Or we also make the 1961 in that factory. Okay. And we also, uh, we also make some private blends. Some private blends for Rocky? Private label blends. Private, some private label stuff as well. Yes. There's a hundred different Rocky Patel. Everything's out there. Yeah, that's, i got to tell you, that's a confu- we're going to hit you up a little bit, Max, here. Uh, that's a confusing thing. If I'm a Rocky T- Patel smoker, and I have been a Rocky Patel smoker through the years, it's like you know, every five minutes we come out with a new line or a, n- a new line of this. We have you know, Connecticut this and, and Decade that, and, and it, it always changes, and I, I get confused. Can you, can you help relieve some of that confusion? Well, we make, you know, there's several different lines that we make, and then we also make lines for, uh, for stores, uh, you know, some small batch stuff exclusively for their stores, private labels, uh, so that they can have. What's your bread and butter, though? What's, what's, what's Rock, Rocky Patel bread and butter is what? Well, I mean, I They're always. go to cigar. W- when I think of Rocky Patel, and I think a lot of customers, if I back to, have you smoked Rocky Patel before? Have you had a cigar? They're like, ah, and then I'll show them a vintage. And when I show them a vintage and they see the maroon and gold, that's in the double band cigar. That's what they know. I think that's the cigar most people probably identify with. That's what put him on the map. And he, right. he was out there before. And there was right. no doubt about it. Hottest working guy out there and go, uh, going to, from store to store. And basically 15 years he's been traveling. But that was the one. And I even remember talking to Rocky when he was coming out with it. It was RP and he didn't even want to say Rocky Patel. Yeah. You know, ah, geez, he didn't want to put his name on it right. at first. It was Indian tobacco. Yeah. So do, we, do I want to go with Patel, and, you know, how, how's this going to work out? And, and the cigar was fabulous, and a great cigar, and it got lots of attention. Then they put a shade one out there that sells very, very well for us as being yeah. a retailer myself. But I think it was Edge, the brand Edge. Edge was, wow. Edge was, Edge was huge. When, when that cigar first came out, I remember, uh, you know, the, it was insane. The response to that cigar came out at a great price point. The packaging was unique. It came in that 100-count chest. Right. So, you know, the, the, the appeal, it was just gorgeous. The wrapper was gorgeous. The strength was good on it. It was something that a lot of people could smoke. It was in their wheelhouse. And that cigar, when it came out, was a sensation. You want to know one of my favorite cigars from Rocky? What's TAA. That? Really? Yeah. Good cigar. It's a great cigar. Not available in many places. No, and doesn't taste like a typical Rocky. Different, yeah. different, ha- different blend. Can yeah. you tell us about that cigar? I don't know too much about the TAA blend. Okay. To be totally honest, it's in so few stores. It's, it's something that we, uh, we, we only have, I would say, in my entire uh, territory, which is all of, uh, all of New England, all of upstate New York, Albany to Buffalo. Uh, I only have two TAA accounts. So that, that, that cigar is only in um, two different stores, one, one in uh, New Hampshire Two Guys Smoke Shop, and one in uh, Albany. And that's called, and that TAA least. means Tobacco Association of America. Yes. That's yeah. what TAA stands yeah, for. Yeah, a small group of maybe 50 retailers, yeah. and they're, they're in that group. And, the and that cigar is made special that's for a, just TAA retailers. Yeah. And that's, right. As is that Padron Toro. Correct. There's few items that, that only those specific people made get. For, well, I wanna, I, let me say that I like that Rocky does that. I wish he did more of that, quite frankly, but... We're, we really believe in the retailer. We believe that the retailer is, is how we're going to continue to educate people on premium tobacco products and how we're going to supply them. And unfortunately, we see a lot of people buying from those, you know, the conglomerates online. And we, tr- we, we try and discourage that a little bit. So I like to see products like TAA come out. Absolutely. Now, on this cigar, uh, and, and I'm reading a little bio on it, that this cigar is rolled with two binder leaves. Yes. For those people out there that are listening and are new, t- new to the cigar is just learning, what typically happens to a cigar is this filler tobacco. This is long-filled tobacco, so it's a leaf folded up. 
Yeah, they okay. bunch it, right? They, they, like, scrunch it together. So maybe five leaves make up, depending they on the thickness. They scrunch it together in a fist. Right, so that goes into a mold. After that, is, it is shaped in the correct way. A binder leaf, which is a thick thing that holds it together, goes on to that. Yeah, and that, that, it, it looks like a big rolling machine is what they do when they put the binder on yep. it. Yep. To, to now they have a bunch of leaves that nothing's holding it, and they put it through this machine that puts the binder on it. And what they're telling us, they do that twice. They put it by hand. Oh, you're saying the leave them impressed sometimes? The binder, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then a beautiful wrapper goes on the outside, and that's what you see. They're saying, and, and I have never heard of this before, the two binder leaves for yes. some reason. Um, as I look at the cigar, I mean, it's burning fine. That It's burning yep. like... It's burning the, very well. Yeah. It, as a single um, binder leaf would be, but there's two of them here, and... Uh, Actually, I'm going to end up wasting a cigar, and I'm going to take it apart myself, and I, I, I'm dying to see um, a, well, a how different the, process how that happens like that because uh, I've actually never heard of that. You know what's neat about this cigar, actually? So where we're making in, in our new Nicaraguan factory, uh, we make less cigars there, obviously, than we're making in Honduras, and it's a smaller factory. And it, If you think of it, it's kind of like uh, an organization in, in business. A big, big business doesn't move, change, and do things differently very quickly. It takes a long time for a big organization to make. Yeah, change. I always say it's like you know trying to make a change at Ford Motor Company is like exactly. trying to turn turn a uh, battleship in in the do a three point turn in the middle of the Mississippi. Absolutely, can't be done. It, it, it takes a long time for the for the bigger bigger uh, bigger organizations to do that. The bigger you know factories to do that. So what's neat about the small factory in Nicaragua where we're making this is. We're able to, you know, stop on a dime, make little changes, tweak uh, things here, tweak things there. You have better control because it's so small. Smaller well, production. Well that, and, and I believe that has been, this is be interesting that, that Rocky has his own factory in control now because that is what happened over the years. Why there's not, um, the Indian tobacco thing has just about disappeared. Some of the brands that came out came and It's went. hard to be consistent when you're not in control of the factory. And that was the problem with the cigars that came out, the consistency of it. It, it. The first time I smoked it, it was great, and then it was bad, then it was good again, then it was you know back and forth, and you, you need somebody in the factory. You need control of the factory and control of, um, and, and for those that are listening, you know, Tommy's a chef, and he knows ingredients is everything. Right. So if you don't have the proper ingredients and the ingredients change on you and you're trying to make the same sauce or the same dish with different ingredients, it's impossible. It can't be done. can't be done. Yeah, it's only as good as your weakest link. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, and that hopefully with this cigar, that, that's going to be something that's uh, it's a little different about this blend and a little bit different about that factory is with the small production, it's very tight. We can control very tight, and we're going to make some boutique projects and boutique products out of that factory. Nice. Some new interesting stuff. Maybe smaller batch, maybe a little bit smaller run, you know, but it's going to be very interesting, and, and uh, we, have some, we have a lot of confidence where we're making this. Uh, where we're, making this. we're actually making everything Entubado style in this factory in Nicaragua. What's that mean? Entubado is the small tube, so as a, a, an inexpensive cigar, a lot of times they just book the tobacco, which you're talking about laying the tobacco fold there it. and just fold it flat. Right. And then there's like the accordion style. Right. And we do that actually in Honduras, where they use it, kind of fold it up like an accordion, the filler. Yeah. Entubado is actually kind of the old school Cuban Straw, method. They, it's a big circle. Right, right. They actually wrap up, you know, a bunch individual tooth. A yeah. bunch, it's like a, holding a bunch of straws. Right. And then you bind that. And it's really interesting. So this cigar is Entubado, and you'll also notice another thing on this cigar. You guys already caught on to uh, early in the show was the triple seam cap. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's that, very that, well made. That's not on our other Rocky Patel right. cigars. Okay. We, don't, we don't do that in, in either of the other factories. But that's something that's smaller, a little more uh, Cuban-esque with the triple seam cap. 
and uh, with with the double binder. So it's it's very interesting. It's a beautiful cigar. Now the wrapper's beautiful. This is Ecuadorian wrapper. It's gorgeous. beautiful. Oh, it's Habano. gorgeous. Ecuadorian Habano. Let's talk about the flavor here for a second because it started out not as a, a real kicker, and then it, we had this mild point in, in kind of in the cigar. Really? Yeah. Where was I? Well, I, it, I missed that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to call it not mild, but um, the flavor, the strength of the flavor, although the strength of the cigar, the body of the cigar was there, the, the flavor wasn't as intense. And now where I am, about halfway through the cigar, the flavor is just boom, yep. intensified. Well, like, Dave's intensified. sweating. You, you notice that Dave's sweating a it's little heavy. bit? It's heavy. And I'm going to guarantee you, this thing is going to be highly rated by somebody like Cigar yes. Aficionado. They'll be all over this thing. Oh, I like I'm, the I'm, I'm having a tough time getting through it. I, I, don't, I don't actually uh, call I, – I don't think it's as strong as you do. I've, I've smoked stuff that's stronger that, I'm, that I don't like smoking because it's too strong. This I wouldn't call too strong. It's certainly strong. But uh, – I like the flavor that it's got now, and I and I like cigars that change as you smoke them. Well, this Toro, and this one definitely yeah. changes th- as you th- smoke this it. This Toro is very interesting. So as you smoke it, you know, kind of describe it for the people who haven't had it yet out there. Obviously, um, it's it's a unique cigar. On the light, I would say the first half inch, maybe even to the inch, very very intense, rich, a lot of flavor, a lot of leather, a lot of that coffee, and then it kind of lays down on the Toro size because this is a big cigar. So it lays down, and I, I, I told Tommy, actually, when we, were, uh, when we were at break, I said, it's going to be really interesting. Watch how this kind of lays down for about an inch, inch and a half. Yeah. And kind of just is more linear, a little flatter, not boring, but, you know, not as interesting as the light. Not at all. And then you get past that inch and a half, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, here it comes. It opens up. The bouquet opens up, the aroma, you can smell it, and the cigar just kind of takes off. It just goes to the next level. And now, now it's going to get to a point where if I'm not eating something, yeah. this is going to kill me. We're going to need some of that pizza. And I have had bad pizza, by the way. Really? Oh, yeah. Honduras, Tegucigalpa. Oh, I would have We landed. We la- this is, uh, you know, I was thinking, you know, Honduras. Well, we landed in Tegucigalpa. That's where, our, you know, uh, where you fly into. Yes. The most dangerous uh, airport it, in the it, world. It's a bowl. Right. It's brutal. <laughs> and we, we landed, so we're all sweating, and everybody, you know, Know, obviously has to use the bathroom because they just got off of that flight. Right. And then they're like, oh, we got pizza for you. And I'm like, oh, God, it's Domino's. But, you know, at least we're down here. Hey, it's Domino's. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, it came, and I opened the box. I flipped open the lid. I said, oh, God. Ketchup on white bread. Ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> ketchup on, on like, a, a tortilla, like a flat tortilla, and that wasn't pepperoni. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't pepperoni. I don't know what. Was it, it not even meat? Was it meat product? That was meat <laughs> product that was meat product i mean the only thing worse is maybe chicken in a can have you seen the chicken I gotta, in a can? yeah i have seen the chicken <laughs> in a can. now i'll tell you he looks like he can't eat but oh but i've boy, seen max eat i've seen him eat he, he came to a, an italian dinner i did one time oh the food was amazing yeah and he and he lawrence. ate his face off lawrence yeah. oh man he can eat my god he, he's a skinny little thing but but man, he can eat. False me, leg, false leg. I got to yeah. explain to Gusagalpa to these guys because we've been on several trips to Honduras. Max has been there several times because oh. we like to visit the cigar factories and see what's going on too. You got to understand that this airport is surrounded by mountains, 360 degrees surrounded by mountains. In the bottom of this valley, the last place in the, the world to put an airport is an airport. Yeah, with a runway that's too short to begin with. Anyway, right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so the airplane has to bank at oh. a very aggressive bank. And do a spiral down yeah. before it can turn into the runway, and then literally brace yourself because the thing—they're going to break 
as, as much as they possibly can to not hit the building, which, by the way, their international airport in their capital yep. is like the size of a Home Depot. And as you look on the side of the mountain, you can see the rusted planes that didn't make yeah, it. No, yeah, no, really. Oh, so yeah. This is the feeling going I in. I think they cleaned those up now. <laughs> yeah. now Last we, I saw them. We went on American, and they actually told us there's this one pilot Aggressive that landing. he's the guy who, drew, who comes yeah. into this airport and comes out of the airport because he knows how to do it. Not a lot of guys can. And he's Very sick good. today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really not comforting. He couldn't couldn't make it. We're going to do a belly flop here, folks. First time I ever saw the oxygen masks come down. Oh, yeah? Flying into uh, Tegu. They dropped on the descent. And I said, oh, my God, it's over. They're going to say, you know, Max Bickler, you know, 25, died today. Boston native. It'll be a little blurb yeah. in like the. If you're the not religious, you get religious going down. Oh yeah, that's a, that's now, a did, rough airport. Did you hear the story of uh, leaving once? We had a group that, that was leaving Honduras, and it was a full plane. And the wind kept blowing. This one is this the story? They nah, s- that's me. You know that one. I know. Really? That. I was on that. Well, they said that um, you know it's a full um, plane. Full flight. Yeah. So. Um, we don't know if we're going to be able to make it. So the only way we can do it is to dump fuel. So we're going to dump most of the fuel. Yeah. But this is going back to the United States. It landed in Miami, and it won't be enough fuel to make it to Miami. So we're going to land somewhere else on the island and refuel. <laughs> They're telling you this over the thing like, like it's nothing. To make you feel comfortable. They back the plane up as far in the runway as they possibly can. They put the brakes on, and then they hit it. They got it. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, but they're holding a the plane, and the plane's shaking. Ba, 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 and then they let it go. And I'll tell like you. Like getting hit, hit like out of a, a slingshot. I did the Hail Mary and the <laughs> Our Father and everything as this thing was going. And you're, and you're seeing the, the, the mountain in front of you as, you, as you're going. Hoping you know, you're going to clear it. It, it. It's like a plane, like a train wreck that you can't take your eyes off. I should have just <laughs> not looked, but I couldn't stop looking. And I'm like, this is it. This is yeah. it. We're not yeah. going to end up doing it. And it just cleared it. We go to the other side of the island. We refuel. Everyone's quiet. Nobody's joking around. There's nothing to talk about. <laughs> we got 20 guys with us. There's no joking around. Everybody's not even talking to each other. We get home. Holy God Almighty! We Thank made gosh, it. we made it. And and this is the, by the way, and this, as the Cigar Authority, this is how sick we are and how much we love cigars and bring this to you. This is what we go through uh, so that we can bring the real news on what's going on in cigars to you. That's right. Be- you got to be a sick individual because when you land, the tobacco is lush and it's beautiful. <laughs> and wait till you see this tobacco and stuff. But oh my just, God! Just don't think about the fact you have to fly out in three days because that'll ruin the whole right. trip. You just pretend. You, 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 but you know what? The other thing is. Once you land, that's great. You're on the ground. But that drive into Don Lee is not much safe. I mean, we're talking about we're in basically a a, a rented school bus looking thing. Yeah, corroded mountains. 70 miles an hour, spots of the road that are are falling off. You get passed by other school buses carrying kids, like, to school at 100. Yeah. I mean, it's not like once you land, you're safe. You got that drive to contend with. And then, of course, you've got the militia standing up the road. At different points, doing doing road checks, oh, yep. yeah. burning tires, and you're like, "This is it. This is it. I hope I have enough money to get us through this check because it, <laughs> this is it." So if there's a travel agent out there that's trying to How book the, flights to Honduras yeah. right now, you don't have a chance. How about the cardboard cutouts? Telling cutout. you the truth. How about the cardboard cutouts of the police officers that they have? Yeah. You ever seen those? Yeah. They're no. just standing there with the yeah. hand up, and, and it says like, oh, you know, halt. I miss that. <laughs> yeah, so you stop in the intersections. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. But they make great cigars there. There's no doubt about it. But this is real This third cigar world. has gotten better, by the way. Well, this cigar has definitely gotten better. Strong, but it's gotten better. 
You know, one of the one of the, the biggest things for consistency, I think that that um, the Rocky Patel cigar that we grew into was Rocky spends so much time in Honduras. It's mm. unbelievable. Yeah. Between Rocky, Nimish, and Nish, those three guys, there is almost always one of them there, and we have constant, constant. Uh, we have people in the factories now. Gustavo, which is one of our master blenders, in, yeah. in our in the who you've probably met before yeah. on, on trips. He's unbelievable, and consistency-wise, he's 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 grown. Uh, he's grown into a role where they they've become so consistent with their blends and taste and edge being consistent from one box to the next box to right. the next box and color. And we have pretty we have very very tight quality control. I don't know if you've ever seen. Uh, some some companies you see a lot of variation from box to box to box. Yeah, and that's natural. You're right. going to have that. So I'm not it's saying it's a natural that. product. It's a leaf, right? Yeah. But Rocky rejects a lot of cigars. You know, I've been I've been in situations before where we, we're we're waiting on a particular cigar. Where's Where's the decade torpedo? Where's decade torpedo? And then we'll find out. Well, Rocky rejected a container that he didn't feel looked good, tasted good. It wasn't good enough. And it wasn't good enough. And I'll be like, well, yeah, but I got those sold. So he won't sell them with the decade label on them. Right. That's what you're telling me. Bottom line is those aren't going to be sold as decades. No. And command the price of the decade commands. No. Because he says, no, it's got to be of a certain quality for it to be able to carry my label. And, that, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I think was learned through, learned through experience. And, you know, there, like Dave was saying, there was failures and there's been, you know, peaks and valleys. And now uh, I think the, the company is at a point where, you know, it's a, it's a huge success story. I mean, when Dave was talking about naming the brand, Rocky Patel, who would have thunk? Right. An Indian vanity name? Right. I mean, you have, you know, Arturo Fuente, and you have Don Papin Garcia, and you have great Cuban names, and all of a sudden you hear Rocky Patel. So yeah. So, like, it's like the record, you know, you pick the needle up. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to give me a plate of curry or a cigar? So people, you know, people, thought, it was, people thought it was, you know, a lot of people thought it was insane. And Rocky said, no, I have the right product. I have the right product. I have the right product. I have the right personality. And I know we has, he has the right palate and to put cigars out consistently. And now, you know, you think about it, and Rocky Patel, it's a household name well, for a the, cigar smoker. They're selling in excess, I believe, of 25 million cigars now. And, is and that the number you're hearing? We're, we're, we're getting there. Yes. Now, just so you understand what 25 million is in the premium market, there's about 300 million cigars made. That's it. It's, it's $25 million is a huge number huge. in the premium market. He, they, they are far from a boutique company anymore. Right. And they were at one time. Oh, yeah. All this time. I mean, this, I would say the past few years have really escalated yeah. them. And, and, it, and it probably was between um, the Edge and uh, Rocky Patel Vintage that, that took them there. And I don't, I don't think we're done yet. Uh, you know, if, if, you, uh, if you talk to Rocky and you read... Rocky's different quotes and stuff. I mean, I'm just looking at something that, that in an interview with Savona recently, and his goal, my goal, is to be the top brand. And he always says it. He says that he wants to be in every store, number one in every store. That's his goal. That's where he wants to be. And, you know, so I don't, I don't think we're, we're done yet. Well, I know we're not done yet. No. Do, you know, do you know, by the way, I made a cigar for Rocky? Did you? That he liked. Which blend? It was actually it was Duck Confit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember this? Yes. He came to the house for dinner a couple of years ago. We, we, we had him over to the bocce court. We got the pizza oven outside, and I got some duck confit, and I rolled it in, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, wonton skins, uh, so, and deep fried him and made him as cigars as part of a salad, and that's what we started with. We played bocce at my house until 3 o'clock in the morning. That's right. Rocky was wasted. Yeah. <laughs> 
We were drinking great wine. I don't wine. believe it. You know what he did to thank me? This is the kind of guy Rocky Patel is. He shipped me a box, like a 40-pound box of Alaskan King Crab Legs. Wow. You know how much that, how much <laughs> money that costs? <laughs> but I'll tell you, you know, my, in our support of Rocky, I've always liked Rocky Patel products. And, and um, Guy Fieri, you know, I knew from the Food Network. Yeah. We did the, the next Food Network star together. I was going to see Guy Fieri at a show that we did in Atlantic City. And I got him a box of Rocky Patel. I don't remember the uh, $400 box. Which ones would those be? Uh, I can't think. Mm. Decade? No. At any rate, had it signed by Rocky, gave him to Guy. Guy loved him. So for you guys out there, and th- this is true, G- Guy Fieri is a cigar smoker yeah. from the Food Network, and he loves Rocky Patel cigars. And you know that Rocky Patel is also a cook. Yeah. As a matter of fact, one of his girlfriends at one time was Sandra Lee. Wait, which one? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I know. That's, that's, Rocky's a little bit of a player. <laughs> Sand- Sandra Lee, who's on the Food Network, she does a show called Semi-Homemade which we all rag on her on the Food Network, incidentally, because semi-homemade, come on, please, keep the canned goods out of it. Are you going to cook something or not? But uh, he dated Sandra Lee for a while, too. So uh, when, I, when I was at a, a party, an opening party with Sandra Lee, I said, by the way, I'm friends with Rocky Patel. And I don't know if she, went, she wanted to, like, soil her pants because yeah. she knew I knew some real <laughs> stories about her. <laughs> that's good stuff. So, you know, that's rich. Yeah, I'm friends with now Rocky that, Patel. So her rich. jaw just instantly dropped. That's rich. You know, Rocky just did something recently. Actually, he cooked. He was out in um, Fresno. And they did a big raffle at the end of the event, mm-hmm. and the, the, the winning prize was that the, uh, the, the winner, the grand prize was the winner had a 10-course meal cooked by Rocky at their wow. house afterward. Wow. So, and, excuse me, at the shop owner's house afterward. So it would be the equivalent to uh, Rocky went to your house. And uh, I br- get to bring my friends and yeah, stuff? Yeah, you, br- you got to bring like 10 people, and Rocky did 10 courses, and they ate until probably 2 in the morning, oh, sure. and, and then I had them the next day. That was before the big smoke. Oh, my God. So he slept in the car, even yeah. though people think he doesn't sleep. He sleeps in the car. You know, people he think s- he doesn't sleep. sleeps in a plane. But yeah, other than that, ridiculous. he doesn't sleep. No, he doesn't sleep. He just sleeps in the car when he's with me. By the way, Pete Johnson says he wants his dinner. You tell Rocky, because Pete Johnson bid on one of those dinners at an auction, oh. at a charity auction, paid like five grand for it. And did he get it? And he, and he is yet to cash in. So Rocky Patel, you heard it here on the Cigar Authority, owes Pete Johnson a dinner, and we want to hear about it when it happens. You know, I saw Pete recently, and uh, we smoked the 15th, and he admired the band. He thought it was a great, great concept with the band, the color. Yeah, the it, color looks, it, looks like, it looks like metal. Looks and, like and, and Pete brought something to my attention when he looked at the band. He said, you know, I really like that. And he goes, what's that font? And he goes, that 15th, what's that font? And I go, I don't know. And he goes, that's money. That's the font that's on money. And if you look at it again, ah, that's the font that's on money, 15th. When they, when, they, when they write $1. Yeah, you got a bill in your pocket. Take a look. Wow. That's, that's the same a, font. That's, and I didn't catch it. Pete caught it. He looked at it and he goes, hey, look at this. I thought that was pretty interesting. You want to talk, by the way, about a class act that really appreciates tobacco and knows it? Pete Johnson would smoke a cigar like this and, go, and congratulate Rocky and say how good it was. And in the cigar industry, all, all, all these guys are, you know, like chefs. They think theirs is the best and they don't appreciate and talk about other stuff. Pete Johnson would, would smoke this and say, oh, yeah, this is a great cigar, and he would tell people to smoke it. And it is, by the way. I, I can't believe it. I'm really enjoying the cigar. How much is that I changing? criticized it at first. I said I didn't think it was worth the 1050. I'm going to retract that statement and say it is worth the 1050. That's why, that's why you've got to give the cigar the whole time. You Hasn't get, that changed? It's, it just, it's amazing how that cigar 
progresses. And when I, when I first got my samples in, I tore them open. I, you know, obviously it's like Christmas, you know, the new cigar just hit. I got mm-hmm. the shipment. So I rip them open and I pull one out and I'm smoking it. And I'm like, okay, it's one thing. And then I get that little downtime on the Toro, and I'm like, okay, it's another thing. And then I get to the last point, and I'm like, wow. So I'm like, do they all do that? So I take another one, and I'm like, i got to try another one. I pick it up. Go back to back with these boys. Exactly. I smell you while you're sweating. This is a <laughs> cigar I will pick up again. It's really, this is a cigar I will definitely buy and pick up again. I, I think it's going to – I think this cigar uh, is really going to um, – it's got to get into the right hands of people because the, the people who may not smoke our vintage, which is a, a milder blend – the people who may not smoke our vintage, maybe they think that you know they can't smoke any of the Rocky stuff. They like the full body stuff. A lot of the Nicaraguan right, that, stuff. That's true for those those type of people. That's your VSGs, some of your heavier padrones, some of your stuff from Pepin Garcia. So a lot of those great blends, full Nicaraguan blends, a lot of flavor, rich. I think that this is a cigar. If you put it into that guy's hand, it's going to be maybe the guy that's smoking the very boutique stuff. Yeah. Probably not, and, and most of these guys, they end up bastardizing their own brand, coming out with so many different brands, and the customer used to smoke the Rocky Patel 1990, now he smokes the 92, then he goes to the Edge. It's the same customer, and all you did was switch him within the brand. This is not for the regular Rocky Patel no. smoker. No, it's going that, so that, to that, bring in a new smoker. Which is, you know, which is, you know that when you're looking at, at putting out a new product, you, you want to get some new people on it, introduce people to it, you know, because we have so many different blends that, you know, maybe that was one little segment. Maybe we weren't getting that guy who was smoking that. It absolutely is perfect. So that's where this cigar, you know, those guys know what they're doing down there. So oh, yeah. when they, they, they don't do a lot of things by chance. And when they, when they pointed this cigar, you know, at that, at that matrix and said, where, where are we missing? I think when they made this cigar, we, we, we get that guy now. If he smokes this cigar, I think he's going to be really captivated by it, intrigued by it, and... Wow. And, and another thing, that cigar maybe aging potential. So if you're a guy that oh, yeah. likes to buy boxes, sit on boxes for a while, pick a couple of the original release boxes up, tuck it away, and then let's see what happens to this. Because this has got enough body to hold up all oh, the time. Oh, yeah, all day. And that's, you know, again, we say this in the Cigar Authority all the time, but in particular, when you age a cigar, aging a more full-bodied cigar always works better. But yeah. you know what? I am going to argue with you on one point, not argue, but just give you my opinion. This cigar is already so well-refined, it actually doesn't even need age from the box. Right. I can think of very, very strong cigars that when you buy right away, you don't even want to smoke them. They oh, don't yeah. even get good until you give them two or right. three years anyway. This cigar smokes good now. I think it will smoke even better later. It's going to be really great to see how this cigar progresses. Like I said, it's definitely smoking. Like you said, it's smoking now. Smoking it's, great it's smoking now. smoking really, really well. Smoking great. You know, it's smoking. It, the flavor is great. You know, I look forward to one day when I walk in here, say, in 10 years, and Dave goes, you know, oh, my God, wait a minute. Hang on. And he goes into the bottom you know drawer. You save and he, yeah. and, he, and, he, and, he, and he pulls – he opens that bottom drawer over there where he has all the jewels, you know, the locked one. Yeah. And he pulls <laughs> one out, and he says, look what I got. And he hands me one of these, and we're going to smoke them. It's going to have the yellow crusty cello on yeah. there. And we're going to say, wow, remember these? Yeah. We're gonna, it's going to be it's, it's going to be, be awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that this cigar is going to get great with age. Yeah. Now, because this is the 15th anniversary, and next year would be the 16th anniversary, is this going to go away and not be available next year? No, I think this is going to be – well, I know this is going to be a regular cigar for us. You know, we're not making a ton of this cigar, so the distribution is going to be 
pretty pretty tight. So a few years from now that it's not his 15th anniversary anymore, you can still buy his 15th anniversary cigar or blend. That's the idea behind okay. it, that this blend is created for our 15th. Okay. Kind of like uh, you could still buy, what, the Padron 40th, right? Right. So and now we have the 45th, and I'm sure they'll, you know. That's ah, right. Very good, on. Max. So I, I, you know, we smoke all this stuff. you got to know what the com- competition's now, let doing. Me put, let me put you on the spot here. Okay. St- I, I originally met you at Cigar Masters. That's right. So you're, you're a real cigar guy. You're a legit cigar guy. I'm a cigar guy. Yeah, I, I like to, you know, I like to to think that um, that I that I that I have a decent uh, understanding of the other brands that are out there. Yeah. Because I think that makes you better at doing your job of being, you know, a rep and explaining a cigar to a to a customer, uh, to a store owner. It's uh, it's something that I think is important to understand what else is out there. If I come across a customer that tells me, "Geez, I love brand X. Maybe that's Padron, yeah. and I've never smoked it. Well. How do I know what I can put him on to? Now I can do my dog and pony show and say, oh, smoke this, 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 this. This is going to be like it, but you know. But I don't know. Like, yeah. Right. So I think it's really important to try and smoke other stuff that's out there so that you understand what's going on. I agree. You know, well, and I'll tell you that we all, we all do, you know, within, with, with, within Rocky Mattel, you know, I, I deal uh, with these guys regularly. We, we'll say, hey, did you try, try this or did you try this yeah, or did yeah. you try this? And we all try it, you know what I mean, because you want to know what's going on. Well, there are some people out there, some companies that they only smoke their own cigar. I tell them you're missing the world of cigars oh, because yeah. the enjoyment, it's not like somebody that's a cigarette smoker that smokes Marlboro cigarettes and that's what they smoke. Cigars are very, very different, and it's like a kid in a candy store. You go in here and you buy one of this, two of that, maybe a box of the, the regular stuff that you're on, but you try the new thing. That's, that's the enjoyment. That's the whole thing of it. And sitting down with somebody and say, hey, what are you smoking? What do you think of that? That's right. We were doing a great event here probably about two three years ago rocky was in store and uh it was an in-store event and we had rocky and we had someone come up and and should we hold till after for the story well yeah we will hold hold, we'll we'll be back with max bickler we are the cigar authority on the cigar authority radio network Retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's Stogie Heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1 on Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Nashua, and Seabrook, New Hampshire. You see, no cigar tax in New Hampshire. And coincidentally, we have put three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Tax Free, New Hampshire, or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars anywhere, and single cigars, too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. Mr. Jonathan, IsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. We do everything from TV to radio and weddings to backyard barbecues. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we will tailor a package to fit your needs. Reach me at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or by phone 603-475-1391.
Hey, Sammy B here. Sammy B's Custom Carpentry. Foundation to finish and everything in between. Find a job I can't do. I dare you. At Sammy B's Custom Carpentry, I build everything myself. So you know it's American-made and built to last. I don't subcontract. I'm committed to getting a job, and I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references. 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy B's 603-553-2345. Looking to buy or sell a home in Central Florida? How about a vacation home? There's never been a better time than now. Prices are great. Call ownahomeincentralfl.com. FL stands for Florida, and it's warm there, Charlie. That's right, and no state income tax either. Check this out. New construction home, 1,800 square feet, three-bed, two-bath, brand new, have it the way you want it, starting at 139000 in Kissimmee, St. Cloud. Find it online at ownahomeincentralfl.com or call our friend Paul Antonelli toll-free at 800-338-2549 or Paul's direct cell number, and he's going to hate this, but I'm giving it to you anyway, 321-443-4028. And it's warm there, Charlie. Whitebirth Brewing is the home of finely crafted small batch beers. My friend, owner and operator Bill Herlicker's goal is to brew great beer for the beer enthusiast. Let me tell you from experience, folks, this guy is all about quality. White Birch Brewing is a two-barrel brewery located in Hookset, New Hampshire, that takes an artisan approach to brewing. Bill releases unique interpretations of Belgian styles, barley wines, imperial stouts, and wild ales. Each batch is bottle conditioned and aged at the brewery. It's a slow process, but one they wouldn't trade for anything. Ask your local retailer for White Birch beers or... Go to whitebirchbrewing.com. Our friends at White Birch Brewing are as passionate about beer as the Cigar Authority is about food. No, cigars. Cigars. Yeah, that makes sense. Grella Financial is a multi-generational, wholly independent financial planning firm. Family owned and operated, all of their clients are treated like extensions of their family. They'll take the time to find out what is truly important to you for making great financial decisions. Unlike working with larger firms and talking to voicemail, you are assured to talk with Tom Sr., Tom Jr., Joanne, or Bridget Grella every time. Going through a divorce, selling a business, inheriting money, or about to retire? Consider calling the Grella family at 800-752-7235 or visit them on the web at grellafinancial.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. 15, 10, 15, 10, 15, 10, 15, 10, 15, 10, 10. WWZN Boston. Live from a cigar store near you. It's the Cigar Authority, with your host, Tommy Grella. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy. Tommy is a Scorpio, he likes biking, and he's never been laid. Chuck Morrison. He's a really nice guy, you know, but I'm pretty sure that he is a serial murderer. <laughs> and the worldwide authority on everything cigar. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. David Garofalo. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. This is the Cigar Authority. And we are very serious about what we do here. This is the Cigar Authority. We eat, drink, and smoke, and we do it like professionals that we are. We're here with Max Bickler from the Rocky Patel Cigar Company, and we got some food here, but uh, Max wants to quickly uh, finish yeah, the story. Yeah, tell us the story. Well, yeah, in closing, we were just talking about different blends and smoking different things and everything, and I remember doing an in-store event here, and a guy walked in, and he, all he wanted was one particular cigar. And... 
you know, of course, when Rocky's in store, now it's a little competition. He and I both try to sell back and forth and see who, you know, he's, who's, if Rocky Patel's still Rocky Patel, because, you know, he's the best salesman out there. Right. So the guy's just pushing him off. Nope, he just wants a Xeno Platinum. Nope. And then Rocky's working on him. Nope, I just want a Xeno Platinum. I'm Rocky Patel. You've got to try my new blend. It's going to, it's <laughs> That's a good delicious. Rocky impersonation. You're going to love it. It's elegant. Get him off that $30 cigar and sell him that $6 yeah. Rocky. <laughs> yeah. My buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and Rocky tried to put him on the cigar. Put him on the cigar. No, 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 no. And, the, and so Rocky finally looks at him. He's like, well, you know, do you eat pasta every day? And the guy looks so confused. He looks back at him. He's like, what? He goes, do you eat pasta every day? And the guy goes, No. Rocky's like, well, then why are you going to smoke the same cigar every day? Why yeah. would you? That's right. And it's the true. Same thing. And, and that's, that, that's kind of the value of yeah. smoking new stuff. It, it, it tastes better when you go back to something that you haven't had in a while. I agree. Yeah. For so. those just checking us out right now and uh, just turn, turn, tuning in, we are the Cigar Authority, and this is a show about the finer things in life that include cigar smoking, fine wines, and, of course, food. A little manja. So we have our friends, uh, our new friends here. I'm liking them already. They're brand new that opened up in this area called Balducci's. They're here in Salem, New Hampshire. Balducci's is at 419 South Broadway, which South Broadway, that's where we are here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Yeah. Their phone number is 603-890-3344. They obviously deliver. Because they just delivered this to us. And what do we have here, Tommy? Uh, we have several different pizzas. we got a margarita, which is the classic regular uh, pizza with fresh mozzarella and basil. Um, you've got a spinetta pizza, which looks good. Roasted onions. Those look like portobello mushrooms. Fresh baby spinach and regatta. And we have a chicken and broccoli alfredo. They, you can tell these are real wood-fired pizzas. Yes. Uh, thin crust. I, I have um, fresh mozzarella pizza in front of me here. This is the margarita. Yeah. Oh, look who's coming over we here. We got Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan is our ex-producer. He went on to bigger and better things. He, got, and he, he, yeah, he matured. He matured. And Beyond he, us. He, he, he was tired of us uh, making fun of him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Never. So what's happening, Mr. Jonathan? All's good? All is good. Mr. Jonathan is a vegetarian, but uh, some of this pizza he can eat. Uh, maybe not a chicken wing, but how's, how's this look for you? That looks pretty good. All right, here, try that. I'm going to try this. Balducci's. As the Cigar Authority, we tell you the truth about the cigars. We tell you what we think of everything. We're going to tell you the truth of what we think of this pizza. Give me a wing. I'm going to tell you in a second, but this pizza is amazing. I'm eating the spinetta, which, again, is baby spinach, portobello mushrooms, regatta, and looks like roasted onions. Oh, my God. I'm impressed. And I don't, I don't say that lightly at all. I mean, I'm, I'm a real food guy. I'm a food, I know my stuff. I would like this is a darn good pizza. I would like to have this pizza there. This is the type of pizza. It's good coming here, but I'd like this right out of the oven. I'd like to be there right as soon as the Try one of up. these rosemary wings. Oh, my gosh. They look Fire-roasted rosemary onion wings. They got lemon on them or something? Well, there's a pizza place on Route 1 in Saugus that opened up. What's the name of that place? Angel An Angelina. Angel Angelina's. Yeah. Angelica's. Angela, something yeah. like that. That got... A ton of accolades. People were going there because they had the wood-fired pizza and a similar kind of wing. I heard, I heard that somebody killed somebody or attempted <laughs> murder or something. Yeah, there was, I guess there was an issue where uh, they thought an employee was doing something he shouldn't, and, and they brought him in the back and threatened him and got in trouble for it. Oh. But this is, this is an awesome pizza. Well, the meat falls off the bone on the chicken wing. That's how you like it. <laughs> Floramos, yeah. where the meat falls off the bone. 
this is this is an excellent pizza. This is legit. This is the real deal. It's mm, not just another place. It isn't. Really right? good. Really good. I'm serious. This is not just like some pizza place. Yep. This is this is one that people are going to travel everywhere to go to. You always get those mom and pop stores that open up. It's like this pizza place, and then the same spot. Someone else buys it, tries to make it successful. These guys did not do that. They no. definitely came in with a game plan. These are people that know how to make pizza. Yeah, this is this is no joke. As a matter of fact, Derek over there, who got us this pizza and stuff today, he's the owner of the place, and he said, I can't leave. It's lunchtime. I'm too busy. I don't have guys that are going to make the pies the way I am. Oh, and, and that says it all right there. Yeah. He's got to stay there because the pies have to stay at, the, at this kind of quality. I mean, like we were talking with Rocky Patel Cigars and being small and boutique. This is a small boutique pizza shop. It's not just, and I can't say this enough, it's obviously not just a neighborhood pizza shop. What's this the, is not average stuff. What's this dough thing? Triangle dough. It looks like focaccia that they make there. Focaccia bread. Is it good? Mm. Yeah. I'll tell you, this is awesome. And the, ingre- the list of ingredients that they have on their pizzas, th- they have so many different toppings. Look at this, like fetas on there, for example, pancetta, um, zucchini, kalamata olives, not just olives, kalamata olives, shrimp, uh, wild shiitake mushrooms as, an, as a topping availability in their selections. It looks like they have like 30 different toppings available for the pizzas. Cilantro is one of them. Yeah, cilantro, you never see that. Where do you t- get cilantro for where, pizza? Where do you get cilantro you for can't. pizza? And they have, they have this, look, some of these signature pizzas like a chicken pancetta, seven-layer Mexican. Listen to this pizza. Refried beans, shredded cheddar cheese, sour cream, tomatoes, black olives, scallions, cilantro, and chopped avocado. That sounds awesome. Awesome. This stuff is good, I got to tell you. It really it's, is it's good. Up, it's up there in the, t- in the top. It is up there in the top, right? And it's really local. So I, <laughs> I can expect to gain at least 15 pounds <laughs> just for, between now and Christmas. Right. Yeah, so Balducci's doesn't advertise with us or anything. They're just a local place. We wanted to try it. We're trying it here live on the Cigar Authority to tell you about it. If you're in the Salem, New Hampshire area, we would highly recommend we're not joking about it at all. <laughs> Believe me. This is serious stuff this for us. This is serious. It's not because they sent us a free pizza. That doesn't do it for us. And you can check them out, by the way, on balduccispizza.com. B-A-L-D-U-C-C-I-S pizza.com. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic. And, it's, and I needed it, by the way, with the cigar getting as strong as it is. Really? It was good timing, and it's delicious. I and have one question for you guys. Yeah. What the hell are we smoking right now? We're going to smoke... A cigar that you're not going to see in any catalog or everywhere. It's called JFR. And this is a Corojo cigar. What's that cigar. mean, JFR? Just for retailers. Meaning really? no mail order catalogs, no distributors, just for the premium retail cigar. Excuse me, premium cigar retailer. It's That's got a little it. Uh, pigtail on it's the end It's got a little, little pigtail, unfinished foot, meaning yep. it's not trimmed off. The tobacco is just... Pushed on there, so every bit of tobacco. What happens with an unfinished foot is the first draw you take. After you're gonna, we're gonna cut it. There's a little pigtail on it. We just cut that little pigtail off. Open up the end just a little bit. Don't cut too far. You know, you know, you still need the rounded uh, shoulders on a cigar. You're not gonna get a draw right off the bat because it's all stuffed with the tobacco, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You say, oh, I don't have. Usually, you, you test a cigar. You cut it before you even light it. You see if there's a draw. If there's not a draw after you cut it. Even before you light it, there's probably not going to be a draw through the whole thing. It's too tightly drawn. In this case, you're not going to get a draw because the tobacco is pushed in there. So, But as soon as you light it, you're going to get a little flavor bomb because 
the most of the taste you get on a cigar is the outside wrapper leaf. Mm. That being said, the first draw you take in is going to be all that tobacco. Yeah. And then, yeah, so we're taking so they push the wrapper on the end, and, the, and you can really taste the wrapper as soon as you light it because because they, they, instead of cutting off the wrapper, they push it. They push it to form like a little foot. Yeah. It's, it's like an old tradition way of doing it. Like I said, you can really, really taste the wrapper yeah. right oh. from the get-go. So you, the, the rest of it's not going to have that immediate taste that it did before. That siren you heard, we had the doors open because the cigar smoke is actually billowing out of the building right now. <laughs> That's how you know you're having a good time when the cigar smoke is billowing out of the building. There's nothing to that secondhand smoke stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> actually, we did... First sentence of the uh, Surgeon General's report on secondhand smoke, and we won't get into it too much, but there is no link to secondhand smoke and any kind of human disease. There's right. no, th- no um, discernible link. They can't actually prove it at all. Right there in the Surgeon General yeah, report. And, just, I, and I know you people, people driving around or something, you say, oh, I've heard about secondhand smoke. You heard all the wrong. Check the Surgeon General's report. There's nothing to it. And we'll get into that as weeks go on, and we'll tell you the real truth of everything and, and how things are. And you know, a couple glasses of wine are actually good for you. Uh, it doesn't make you a wino. You're not no. uh, doing anything bad having a couple glasses of wine. It's actually better for you than not having any wine at all. The same exact thing goes for cigars. Just a couple yeah, cigars moderation. a day. A couple of cigars a day are actually good for you. Because it makes you relax. Yeah, that's it. By the way, you know who would love this, and I know he's listening? My friend Andy. Our friend Andy. Would love this cigar. Yeah, Andy's, Andy is fishing right now with Christopher out on the beach in Rockport. And I know he's listening to the show because he said he was. Andy, you'd love this cigar. You'd love this pizza. This is good stuff. Hi, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love everything about this. Yeah, eating and drinking and smoking and you're with your buddies and this this is a great thing. This is uh, if, if you're not into premium cigars, you should learn. You know, it, it seems like the oddest thing you're hearing as you're driving around right now. You know what? You should take up smoking. You should take up premium cigar smoking if you haven't done it the right way. If you smoked a cigar once out of a drugstore and you said, you know, I didn't really didn't like it. Oh, I'm that's a cigarette a, smoker. Oh. You don't even know how you're doing it and stuff. Take a time out. Go to a premium cigar store. Say. Don't be ashamed of it. Say, I haven't done this before. Show me how to do it. Right. And show me how to learn and educate me a little about it. And you are going to enjoy. Guys, you're going to enjoy premium cigars. And I say, guys, for some reason, women don't like it. Now, my wife doesn't like the smell. No, they don't like it. And guys love the smell. I love so it. How do you how, how do you like, seriously, the smell of candles going into one of those candle stores? Do you like it? No way. I don't. I hate it. Right. And they love it. You know, so there's something, you know, women are from Venus, Mars, or whatever the heck it is. They're different. It's different. It's, it's a guy thing, and, and girls just don't get it. Guys, give it a try. I know girls have come in and try it and stuff, and they go through the motions and stuff. But in my 25 years in business, we really haven't sold a full box of premium cigars to a woman almost ever, you know, well, for I, their own consumption. I know Arthur buys boxes of cigars for his wife. Our friend Arthur, Arturo. Yeah, she enjoys the cigar with she, him. She legit, legitimately, she loves short stories. Well, there again, she loves one cigar, and she smokes the same cigar over and over and over. And yeah, that's what Hemingway smoked. short story. Right, and that's it. Again, missing the whole Missing thing. the boat, right. Missing the whole thing. I what do you do think a, of this cigar, by the way? I do a weekly party, just speaking of cigars and the, and the smells. Speaking of cigars. And I, uh, I drive in with one assistant, and the other assistant meets me there. The guy I drive in with, obviously a dude, cigar smoker. So we smoke cigars all the way there. And when we have to go out to the car, we both go in and we open, and it's like man potpourri in my car. Yeah. 
if she has to go out, <laughs> she comes potpourri. in and she's like, your car smells disgusting. How can you guys deal with it? We love it. We love it. We actually like what it smells like. It's man, like. man purry. Yeah. Well, my, my uh, family owned a flower shop for 77 years. And we had a guy who used to deliver flowers in the, in the shop vehicle. The shop vehicle would change every couple of years. This guy smoked, uh, unfortunately, cheap cigars, but he smoked a cigar constantly. So get into the car from a little kid, that was, that's like a, a nurturing smell to me. Yeah, it is. Okay, combination of flowers <laughs> and cigar stench. And so, I, you know, maybe that's the affection for cigars. But uh, to me, I've, I've smelled it since I was a kid. It's just, it's, it's like the smell of home. Yeah. If, if your grandfather used to smoke cigars, cigars were big, big in the, uh, in the 60s, you know, much bigger than they are today. And it went to a resurgence. It dropped dramatically through the 70s and 80s and came back strong in the 90s. It's doing pretty, pretty good, but it's not what it was in the 60s. And if you remember what grandpa's uh, smoking room used to smell oh, like yeah. and things like that. I, I hear that a lot when, when a lady will come in and say, wow, it smells like my grandfather's room used to be. Right. And, and you know, stuff, so stuff What is that. this JFR? What do we know about this JFR that we're smoking now? This is a Corojo wrapper. Yeah. And uh, as I said, it's made uh, in Nicaragua, but it's made just for the retail. This is the uh, Tobacco Era Tropical, which is now uh, Casa Fernandez. Okay, Casa Fernandez, yeah. Okay, so they make it, and this one is not something you'll see in the um, cigar catalogs as you're going through it because you're not allowed to put it on there. It's not online anywhere. You can't Google it and find you know, who's selling it and things like that. Go into a premium cigar store, ask for it by name, JFR, just for retailers. And they make a Maduro, and they make a Corojo version. And I hear this year they're coming out with a Connecticut version. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but this is the Corojo. And um, what, do you, what do you got? I got to tell you, this is a good cigar. You guys are going to love what I get from this. Go ahead. Go All ahead. Right. Mr. Jonathan, by the way, has an unbelievable palate. He does. And, and he can tell you and, he, and nail the tastes on know, everything. You're putting a lot of pressure on me. No, on this you're one. good. Go ahead. This one's out in left field. When you cook a turkey on Thanksgiving... And you, you get the skin, and there's certain parts of the turkey, like the top of the breast, that kind of overcook, and they get real crispy, and you can take the skin, and it crunches when you pull it off. Yes. When you eat that, and it has all the garlicky and oily and fatty goodness on it, uh-huh. I'm getting that kind of flavor, like a garlicky, turkey, <laughs> heavy, uh, oily kind of flavor in my mouth, and I love it. I, so this is this is go great with uh, a turkey dinner. I actually – well, I, I would say it would probably – Maybe actually eating it with turkey, they might be too similar. You, you kind of want oh, some contrast. Oh, you want some contrast there. Uh, I would say uh, if so you go with craving, cranberry sauce? Yeah, if you're craving turkey, <laughs> smoke the cigar, have some cranberry sauce or a cranberry ginger ale, and you're good to go. <laughs> well, Mr. Jonathan is a vegetarian, and I'll tell you if I could, if I could say what this tastes like to me yeah. is meaty. This is a meaty-tasting cigar. Yeah. There's lots of pepper going on it, so let's, let's get a, uh, a filet. Encrusted fillet with black pepper. There you yeah. go. You know and what they call that? What is that called? Pepper encrusted steak. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but it's got to be a fillet. Yeah, it's typically. Matter of fact, uh, what is it? Uh, what do they call that? Capital Grill does that. A pepper encrusted fillet. I've had it with a uh, with a cognac cream sauce. Okay, I got n- none of the sweetness of cognac in here, but I have that that steak with that black pepper on it. There's a lot of pepper. I mean, this is. Rolled in black pepper is the taste I taste. So we have this. two guys talking about meat. What are you talking about over there, Tommy? <laughs> I'm definitely getting exactly what you guys are saying. I'm definitely getting a meat meat flavor. I'm going to describe and go further with you and your turkey flavor. I'm getting a bit of sage. Okay, now when you taste stuffing, nobody knows this, but when you eat stuffing, 
that flavor of stuffing is sage. 90% of the stuffings you eat has sage in it. Wow. Okay, so people, when they taste stuffing, they think of this flavor. They don't know what it is. It's sage. Oh. Okay? It tastes like stuffing. It tastes like yeah, stuffing. Yeah. I've got a, like a nuance of sage in this cigar. We Definitely have a, We meaty. have a full meal right here with this we cigar. We do have a full meal right this here. This is nice. Well, as much as this is supposed to be kind of full body because it's Corojo leaf that's on this, this is nowhere in the ballpark of, of that strength that we had on that Rocky Patel earlier. More my cup of tea here for sure. Um, I would say a, a straight medium bodied in strength, full flavored, lots of flavor, more flavor than I was getting out of the Rocky yeah. Patel, which was more strength, less flavor. This is more flavor, less strength. Right. Okay, con- very we got uh, We've got a minute here, Mr. Jonathan. Tell us what you're doing. I got a uh, booze cruise. It's a 90, 80s, 90s, and double zeros music booze cruise. Uh, and uh, if I can stay on after the break, I'd love to talk about. All right. Yeah? Well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Do you have another guest? Am no, I no. You, you're on. You're yeah, on. Right. You could be on. All right. Uh, so it's, uh, I'd love to give away some tickets. Uh, we'll get some people calling in, and uh, I'll give away some tickets do to they, the cruise. Do they have to do anything? Uh, I guess that's up to you guys. It's your show. I'd be happy just to give it away to the first caller. All right. Let's give it a try. 617-237-1234. Call us during the break, and we'll get you on after the break. 617-237-1234. Give us a call on the Cigar Authority, and uh, you'll get a pair of tickets. Pair of tickets, Nobody sure. wants to go by comes out of, uh, And it takes out of Plum Island, so you've got to be a little bit local. So uh, it's booze and music, and can you smoke cigars on the cruise? You can smoke cigars. Wow. You can smoke cigars. Yeah. All right. So that's good. little ovation there. All right. So we'll be back here with Mr. Jonathan. Talk about the booze cruise. We are the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Grella Financial is a multi-generational, wholly independent financial planning firm. Family owned and operated. All of their clients are treated like extensions of their family. They'll take the time to find out what is truly important to you for making great financial decisions. Unlike working with larger firms and talking to voicemail, you are assured to talk with Tom Sr., Tom Jr., Joanne, or Bridget Grella every time. Going through a divorce, selling a business, inheriting money, or about to retire? Consider calling the Grella family at 800-752-7235 or visit them on the web at grellafinancial.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Mr. Jonathan, IsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. We do everything from TV to radio and weddings to backyard barbecues. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we will tailor a package to fit your needs. Reach me at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or by phone 603-475-1391. Get in on the ground floor of our new show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority reaches a strong audience of educated consumers with disposable incomes. We will tailor a commercial to fit your needs from post-production to the finished product. Email us at ads at thecigarauthority.com. That's ads at thecigarauthority.com. Get in on our team and team up with The Cigar Authority. Looking to buy or sell a home in Central Florida? How about a vacation home? There's never been a better time than now. Prices are great. Call ownahomeincentralfl.com. FL stands for Florida, and it's warm there, Charlie. That's right, and no state income tax either. Check this out. New construction home, 1,800 square feet, three bed, two bath, brand new, have it the way you want it, starting at 139000 in Kissimmee, St. Cloud. 
Find it online at ownahomeincentralfl.com or call our friend Paul Antonelli toll-free at 800-338-2549 or Paul's direct cell number, and he's going to hate this, but I'm giving it to you anyway, 321-443-4028. And it's warm here, Charlie. White Birch Brewing is the home of finely crafted small batch beers. My friend, owner and operator Bill Herlicker's goal is to brew great beer for the beer enthusiast. Let me tell you from experience, folks, this guy's all about quality. White Birch Brewing is a two-barrel brewery located in Hookset, New Hampshire. That takes an artisan approach to brewing. Bill releases unique interpretations of Belgian styles, barley wines, imperial stouts, and wild ales. Each batch is bottle conditioned and aged at the brewery. It's a slow process, but one they wouldn't trade for anything. Ask your local retailer for White Birch beers or... Go to whitebirchbrewing.com. Our friends at White Birch Brewing are as passionate about beer as the Cigar Authority is about food. No, cigars. Cigars, yeah, that makes sense. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I would like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's Stogie Heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1 on Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Nashua, and Seabrook, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax in New Hampshire. And coincidentally, we have put three glorious cigar shops right over the border to your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Tax-Free, New Hampshire. Or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars anywhere, and single cigars too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. And we are back. We are the Cigar Authority, 617 617- Two three seven one two three four is the number, and if you want to win a pair of tickets to uh, the Booze Cruise, give us a call, and we'll take that call in just a few seconds. I want to let you know about a uh, a little thing going on out there. Uh, a teacher has forced several pupils to smoke cigars. Yeah, this happened in Ku- Kuala Lumpur, Lumpur, and they were smoking in the boys' room. They were smoking in the boys' room, and uh, he took it upon himself um, to punish them. And had them uh, smoke cigars. Yeah. To pu- ki- kids caught smoking in the boys' room. We said, okay, we'll get all you kids together, including, by the way, I guess, a female pupil. Right. Pulled them in the, in the lab, closed the door, gave me each a cigar, and said, okay, you want to smoke? Here you go. Puff on this. And he is in big, big trouble well, right in, now. In this country, they'd behead him. The, luckily, this didn't happen here. It happened in Lumpur. But, um, well... You know, you've all heard the story before. You get caught smoking or something, and the father makes you smoke a parody or something like that. That actually happened to my mother. My grandfather did that to my mother. And your grandfather, who's a cigar smoker herself? He is a cigar smoker, yeah. And what happened to your mother? Uh, She actually, she was in trouble for stealing one of his cigars to smoke. If If she had asked him, he would have given it to her. Yeah. But she snuck one, and so he locked her in a bar, in a, literally in a closet. Yeah. And made her puff away. She turned green, threw up. 
And that's it. And that's it. She won't smoke cigars ever There you again. go. And I know there's a whole bunch of people out there enraged over the story and stuff, but I kind of like it. Yeah. Hey. Absolutely. Hey, it teaches them not to smoke when they're kids. They, um, they're taking the authority away from the teachers and the authority away from the parents and, and things like that. And that's why uh, the, uh, the younger generation is uh, on their own and uh, entitled and all the problems they have with the younger generation that uh, they just... Uh, do, doing things their own way. Right. Nobody's stopping them from what's doing it anyway. So that's the smoking in the boys' room. Do we have a caller? We do. We do have a caller. We do. We have uh, we have Bill in Manchester. Hey, yeah. Bill. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good. You listening to us on the radio? Uh. Hey, Bill. Did we lose Bill? Bill, we are you there? Bill. Well, we lost Bill. Bill. Bill, if you want to call us back, we'll get you back on, bud. Bill, Bill's right here. Now. Oh, oh there, there, he is. Right here. there you are. You listening to us on the radio, Bill? Yes, I do. Okay, okay. Are you a cigar smoker? I am not. You are not. Well, you're going to go to a, a dance anyway. A, That's a, right. A, a cruise so you can drink and dance at least anyway and meet Mr. Jonathan. Tell him all about it, Jonathan. The, uh, it's uh, August 22nd, Bill. Uh, the boat board's okay. at 630. I've got the tickets here for you at Two Guys Smoke Shop. I certainly can mail them to you, and our producer will get your address. Uh, or you can pick them up okay. here at the store. Uh, the boat is going to sail from 7 to 10 p.m., uh, and the music is going to okay. be 80s, 90s, and double zeros. Sound, sound like a good time? Yes, it does. Okay, Bill, thanks for calling us. Thanks for listening thank, in. Thank you, guys. You're Th- welcome. Thank you. All right, Bill, stay on the line. We'll get your information. Thanks Bill, for calling thank in. Thank you. All right. So Bill was a fun guest. <laughs> Bill's, <laughs> Bill's wild. He's going he's gonna to really tear it up on the dance floor I am going to give Bill a cigar and see if he'll smoke in the room. Bill's going to have a few drinks, and he's going to say, I met Bill, and he was the wildest guy ever. Yeah, but, I won't be surprised. Sometimes that's what happens. Jeez. Uh, anyway, uh, what do you think of the cigar? Uh, yeah, we're smoking the JFR, which uh, stands, I guess, for just for retailers, and it's a cigar made by the same people who make Casa Fernandez out of uh, Honduras. And this is a very full-flavored cigar, very different from what we started with today. We started with the Rocky Patel 15th, the 15th anniversary of Rocky Patel cigars, which uh, was a strong cigar but didn't have that in-your-face flavor. This cigar is like the polar opposite. Right. It's tons of flavor. And doesn't have nearly the strength. Not that it's weak. It just doesn't have nearly the strength that the 15 did. Yeah, I think uh, people that like mild cigars can enjoy this like myself and get lots of flavor out of the cigar as opposed to getting something like, let's say, a Macanudo or something. A, a, a um, Macanudo is, is like white bread type of thing. It's, it, it's oh, grassy. Oh, it's, it's the wonder bread of cigars. Yeah. Macanudo is the wonder bread of cigars. And you want to you want something with lots of flavor, but no harshness and strength. I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm this, enjoying it too. Yeah, I got picking up a little bit of lemon now, as I'm getting deeper into the cigar. Yeah, that's the hint of it. That's true. I get Mr. Jonathan again. Your palate always amazes me, and I love the way that you describe it to people because you do it in such a nonchalant way that doesn't make them feel like they don't know what they're talking about. And we love cigars, and we love all the people that support cigars. But I have to criticize my friends out there in media. That, you know, in particular, you know, magazines that describe the taste of cigars as hints of pencil lead and notes of leather. Come on. Is it a good cigar? What's it taste like? What's it remind you of? Right. You know, I mean, it does. It reminds you of a good pepper encrusted steak. Steak a poivre, by the way, is what they call it. Really? Steak a poivre. I thought that was like a raw steak. No, that's. Steak tartare. Steak tartare. Oh, oh. Yeah, with which, an egg on top. That's the chopped one. Yeah, that's steak tartare. Okay. Or carpaccio is where they thinly slice the beef and, and uh, give it to you raw as well. So this is a poivre. A poivre, yeah, steak a poivre, which is a pepper encrusted steak served with a cognac cream sauce. 
That's, that is a classic, classic steak. Can I get the cognac cream sauce on the side, please? Of course you can. Okay, I'll have that. <laughs> and, and, a, and a dry martini, vodka martini, please. And Will a, you really drink a vodka martini? I love vodka What's martini. your favorite vodka? Nah, I, you don't even care. Yeah. Hammer and sickle. <laughs> That's my favorite vodka. I actually do really like hammer and sickle vodka. I have some at home right now. I, I always do. I, I drink kettle one and hammer and sickle all the time. I, I don't know my vodkas well at all. I, I like what I, what I feel like after one or two, but... And I, my martini has to be cold and shaken. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want, like, it to be shaken so hard that there's remnants of ice crystals yeah, yeah. floating in the top of my martini. Yeah. Now, let me help you with this because I happen to be a seasoned martini drinker. Yeah. And for those of you who keep the vodka in the freezer or haven't done that, I love keeping the vodka in the freezer and shaking up a, up a martini. But what happens is you, when you add the vodka that's now cold as the ice or colder to your ice, you're now not... Uh, diluting your vodka. Now, this is good and bad. It's good and obviously that we make a very strong hick you, kick you in the face martini. It's not melting the ice. But it's not melting the ice, so it's not weakening. And if you drink martinis, don't think that you can drink the vodka right out of the freezer and drink the same amount. Yeah, or else. Okay? Or else you're going to be hammered. You, you'll be sitting on the beach and you burn your stomach. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he went there. It's <laughs> what I did yesterday in Rockport with my friend Andy. You I got could actually hear the shirt pulling away from his skin because his skin is weeping right now. It's yeah. burnt so bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Hey, let me tell you a story some of you guys may have heard in the past or may not have heard in the past. Yeah. A uh, North Carolina man, having purchased a case of real, rare vintage cigars, he insured them, get this, for fire. Okay? He insured me. He bought some cigars, and he insured them against fire. That's right. Okay. Within a month, having smoked the entire stockpile of fabulous cigars, and yet having not made a single payment on the policy, the man filed a claim against the insurance company. Well, obviously, they burned. And he won. In the claim, the man stated that he had lost the cigars in a series of small fires. <laughs> <laughs> the insurance company refused to pay, citing that the obvious reason that the man had consumed the cigars in a normal fashion. Right. The man sued and won. What? In delivering uh, the ruling, the judge stated that since the man held a policy that the company uh, which warranted the cigars were insurable and guaranteed that the cigars would be insured against fire, defining that um, it was uh, acceptable and they were obligated to pay for his loss. Okay, now the story gets, gets even. <laughs> it is kind of brilliant. Now the story Not gets ethical. even more, it gets more interesting. Rather... To, to endure a long, lengthy cost of appeals, the insurance company accepted the judge rulings and paid the man $15,000. That's what he paid for the box of cigars. For the rare cigars that he lost in the fires. <laughs> After the man cashed the check, however, the insurance company had him arrested for 24 oh, counts of arson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. With his own insurance claim as testimony from the previous case being used against him, the man was convicted for burning the rear cigars and sentenced to 24 consecutive one-year terms. Oh, my gosh. How, that is wow. great. All right. You want to take advantage of the system? Here we go. Now, this story has been going around for years and years and years. I've read it. People have come to me, told me the story of this, and I believe this story is an urban myth. I've heard it many, many times. I've tried doing every bit of investigation I could on it over many, many years. 
but I cannot find a legal precedence that this really even ever happened. If somebody out there really knows that this happened and give me more information on it, this thing came out in 1997, mm-hmm. and I thought it was an intriguing story. I wanted to share it with you. I've been hearing it over and over for years. It, it is a funny story of, yeah, of what happened, but I cannot find um, you know, the person's name or anything like this. And it's one of those things that you don't know the person, but somebody told me, no, I've heard it. I, you know, I know somebody that knows that person. I don't know. I don't know if I'm buying it, but that's the story, and it's pretty interesting. Anyway, I thought I'd share. Let me tell you something. We're smoking the JFR, which I like, but we started with the Rocky Patel 15, and I had a little something to eat. You know what I'm going back to? You are. I'm going back to the Rocky. You start with something that strong, and you're just not getting enough from, from something that's weaker. So, again, to, for our cigar listeners out there, you know, progress in your smoking throughout the day is not a bad thing. I don't like to start with a strong cigar, but also because then later, nothing, nothing's going to do it. Right, right. I am going to try the Rocky Patel 15th anniversary after a heavy meal, dinner, after, after a, a s- dinner. After a steak au poivre? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then I'll give it, a, give it another try because I never give any, anything one try. This particular cigar was a cigar that I never had a sample of. This cigar was sold blind. And this... That happens on a rare cigar or something like this. You know, typically a cigar store owner will be brought samples of the cigar. Try it. Let right. us know what you think. Eh, it's Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. You know he's not going to attach his name to something awful. I'll buy it. There's no sample of it. I'll buy it anyway. And well, he's earned the street cred to be able yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, Rocky's a well-known cigar producer. He's, he's gotten very, very big over the years. And you know if he's going to make a cigar and call it his 15th anniversary, you know it's going to be good. So that was my first time trying it, and not having it before, I probably wouldn't have put it first on the lineup. But knowing Rocky Patel cigars that I can handle in any one of them, no problem, I said, okay, we'll make that the first cigar of the day. It was probably a mistake. We should have put, put that on the Put back on end. the second, second yeah. cigar of the day, because it is strong. Because this one I'm smoking, which is Corojo, and, and it's a you know, straight medium-bodied cigar with a lot of flavor, I thought would, would be the heavier of the two, and it's really completely the opposite. It isn't. It isn't at all. I surprised even you. And here we are, the Cigar Authority. We're, we're the guys who know. And uh, it, it's, it surprised even you. I got to tell you, this is, uh, I can't say this enough, this is not Rocky-esque. This no. does not taste like a typical Rocky cigar. Uh, everybody's a fan. A lot of people are fans of the, um, the vintage series Rocky, Rocky cigars. I think they're, they're the most popular yeah. uh, of the Rocky cigars. I don't happen to care for them. I don't think it's a bad cigar. I just don't care for the flavor profile. I'll smoke this all day. Well, uh, not all day. I'll smoke, I, I'll smoke it again after a big meal, something like that. But this is a cigar I would put in my repertoire and smoke again. This is uh, not, not the Rocky Patel customer cigar. No. You know, as Max said earlier or something, somebody that maybe likes Pepin Garcia's type, type of uh, strength, uh, Pete Johnson's Tatuaje type of thing, they'll like it. I am certain that uh, Cigar Aficionado is going to be all over this. This is their t- taste profile, too. They like strength. You know, and, and part of me says somebody that just likes strength or something, uh, they've kind of burned out. Couldn't they? Couldn't Cigar Aficionado be sort of responsible for the fact that cigars have kind of gone a little bit anti-boom? Because as they start liking cigars that are stronger, if I'm a you know, rookie cigar smoker, I pick up something that says Cigar Aficionado, and I open it, and they say, okay, this is the highest-rated cigar. I run out and buy it. And it's too strong for my palate. Now I'm, I'm not buying cigars again. Does that happen in the wine industry too? That they only rate really full-bodied wines, get the top ratings. 
No, no, that doesn't happen in the wine industry as much. They do, for example, Pinot Noir, which is a, a wine that, that made it big in particular because of um, you know, recent movies. Um, Pinot Noir is a lighter-tasting red. As a matter of fact, in the, in the, we say that you know, people become a wine drinker. Eventually, they, they become so much of a wine drinker, they want to drink big red wines, Cabernet being probably the most popular big red wine here in California. But for you to make the transition, you start with whites, and to st- make the transition to red, you start with Pinot Noir. Okay. Okay, and Pinot no- and and they love the subtleties, in particular the wine tasters that you're talking about. Love the subtleties and the nuances of the um, of the smaller bodied wines, like a Pinot or so, you know something like that. So that doesn't happen in the wine industry for for whatever reason. I I do think this though, in the wine industry, they really make that connection to food so so succinct. It, it, wine is meant to be drunk with food. Period. End of story. Uh, and and so when they when they like wines and they don't necessarily go for the big wines, it's because they want to drink a, a a wine that's a smaller wine with a like a salad or something like that, and they appreciate it that way. With cigars, people don't make the connection between cigars and alcohol and food as much, and I think that's a pity because every restaurant in the world now, uh, or in the United States right. now, pretty much you can't smoke while you're eating and. That used to be different years ago. And I like to smoke a cigar when I eat. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you know, talk about the best. Sit there and have one cigar in the beginning of the meal with an appetizer. Move to another cigar when you're getting to a, an entree. And even another cigar at dessert. I mean, to me, that's first, like heaven. First time I ever did that was at Dave's uh, birthday party. That yeah, was, th- that's that heaven. That was the best. Yeah. That was the best. That's, that's like the best way to enjoy a meal in yeah. my book. You're going to stretch a meal out to about three hours. Right. But it's an enjoyable night. Right. You know, and I, typically when somebody comes into a retail store and they, they, they're having a special night or something like that and they need a special cigar, I tend to say the price of the entree determines the type of cigar you're going to smoke. You know, if you're going to go for a $20 steak, then go for a $20 cigar or well, close to it. Get the best steaks you're going to get aren't $20, first of all. Not unless you're just buying a single filet a la carte. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, we're, we're Capital Grill buying a great steak. It's $35. Okay. And there's not many choices on a $35 cigar. Well, you know, it doesn't need to be exact, but, you know, buy a $20 cigar if you have a $35 steak, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, hot dogs and beans, you're going to get, you know. Well, I'm not smoking a Garcia Vega, I'll tell you that. No, no, no. No. And matter of fact, wait a minute. I've had a really good hot dog where I want a really good cigar, right? Well, you're a big hot dog guy. <laughs> I think which, it's compensating. Which we actually. could do a whole show on hot dogs. If I go to Latons by the Riviera. Yeah, Latons. <laughs> Lawton's and Lawrence. If I go to Lawton's and Lawrence, I'm not going to smoke a Garza Vega. I might, you know, I might have a Davidoff. Really? Why not? See, it doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right, but it's still, it's still an event. I mean, do you, do you go to Latons or any hot dog place and just say, I'm, I'm just going to have a hot dog? No, today it's, it's a treat. I'm going to have a great hot dog today. I'm really looking forward to this. Actually, every time Tommy eats, it's an event. It's an event. So if you've ever watched him eat or prepare the food that he eats, it is an event. First time I saw him do it was also at your birthday party. So I'm sitting at the table, and the first thing, and I think, okay, what he brings out. What was the first thing you served? Was it a salad? Well, for the appetizers or yeah. when, we, when you guys sat well, down? we sat down. We sat down, and there was, there was pasta. All right, so he brings out the pasta. Now, for me, pasta is the meal. So I'm loading up my plate with pasta. Two kinds of pasta, yeah. not one. And I see a red and a white. Yeah. Everybody's putting like three strands of pasta on their thing. And I'm like, okay, obviously I'm missing the boat. So I'm, you know, I'm thinking, all right, I'm not going to eat all this. Thank God I didn't because that was just the starter. And no one, 
No one told me. Everyone there had been Every- to one of your things, and I'm like, <laughs> everybody knows how he cooks. I'm ready you. to eat pasta, and he brings out another course. I think wasn't there two others? Uh, th- there was that in- two pastas. Then we had an entree with a like a 12 ounce fillet. It was a huge. Oh my fillet. god! It, it it was it was enormous. Yeah, it was a huge. It fillet was as big as my coffee cup. Demi and roasted potatoes, and then after that we hit dessert. Oh yeah, it was good. Well, Dave only turns 50 once. That's true. Hey, God, we have to bring that up. Hey, um, <laughs> uh, 99, Mitch Miller. Yeah. We brought Mitch Miller up a few weeks ago. Uh, Mitch Miller uh, was a cigar smoker. We lost Mitch Miller this, this week. What a sad, and, and sad 99 years old. He was a Padron smoker. Mitch Miller, sing along with Mitch. Remember Mitch Miller? He wrote lots of songs, and he was a producer for lots of guys, including Frank Sinatra, among really? lots of other people, um, and uh, Tony Bennett, Doris Day, Frank Sinatra, lots of people. He died Saturday, 99 years old, smoked cigars to the very end. Last Saturday he died. This, uh, yeah, last Saturday. We go today. So um, we lost an icon and a real cigar smoker, and I know... Jorge Padron knew Mitch himself, didn't he? Yes. In their office, they have a signed picture of Mitch Miller hanging on a wall. And I remember seeing it for the first time. I go, Mitch Miller? Why Mitch Miller is on your wall? And he says, he's a big Padron smoker. I said, really? No kidding. Friend of the family, big cigar smoker. Isn't he widely Uh, recognized as, like, the first producer of pop music? Like, the first real one. Yes. Yes. Uh, And and it was actually, uh, you know, when he was doing the big band stuff and things like that for... Um, Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra wanted him off. I, I don't want to listen to him. He was uh, a guy that had to do it his way. Not Frank Sinatra, but Mitch, Mitch Miller. Miller was. Mitch Miller was the my way guy. Yeah. You know, we're you doing know, it my you way. You know who else is like that? That guy, David Foster, who does Celine Dion and Michael Buble. Yeah, it's got to like, be. Oh, yeah. Well, take can, after take after take. Yeah, they, they want to do it. They want to do it right. But and, he sells uh, a lot of those, those type of people that have an ear for it. They know what per- perfection is. They sell a lot of records because when they finally turn out the record, it's worth the wait. Uh, now, now they sell a lot of downloads. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You, nobody buys an album anymore, right? They yeah, download you, it to their iPod. You look at the uh, billboard charts for album sales, and they are it, it's like a fraction of what they used to be, and it's because they just recently started tracking downloads because the, the billboard had kind of missed the boat on that. You want to know how old someone is? You ask them what format was the first album they ever bought. There you you? Go. Vinyl, right? Course. First thing you ever bought was vinyl. Me, tape. cassette. Yeah, I had a really. Cassette tape. First, yep. Uh, uh, Van Halen, Van Halen one. I still have first cassette I ever bought. I still have all my vinyl, and I'm telling you a lot. I was I was a disc jockey in nightclubs, and I have thousands and thousands. Yeah. Now yes, yes, a kid in the '90s. What's the first album they ever bought? Format CD. CD came out when I was in grammar school, and now the new kids now is just downloads because that's it. They don't even know what a format is. Right. They isn't take that, their format from computer to computer. Isn't that something? Yeah. Well, I am geared up because tomorrow I leave for New Orleans, Louisiana, to the IPCPR, International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailer Convention. What do you think is going to happen? It is going to be huge. We have... Um, Tell people... Well, first of all, huge. Define huge. How, how big is it? How big is the room? It's huge. Um, uh, football field? Many, many football fields. Many, many football many, fields. Many. Like two, three... Way more than that. Way more than Way that. Way more. Huge. Uh, you're talking about 4,000 people will attend. 4,000 people. Now, what is it like uh, going to a home show? You have you know, a, yes. a booth with everybody there. Everybody has a booth, and you walk around from booth to booth. Yeah, and some people will have many, many booths, you know, as many as 30, 40 booths with, you know, uh, with a bus in their booth. 
you know. Oh, really? It's that yeah, big. automobiles and pretty girls and, uh, you know, everybody's showing off. And some of these things, uh, this year will be the first year we'll have a best in show and things like that and give awards to people that, that put, like, unbelievable effort into in their presentation and things like that. But this is the, the time that the new products come out. It's like yeah. the Cigar Circus. Yeah. And all, all the new stuff will be there for show and for smoke. So you go up to the booth, and they take the cigar right out of your mouth, and they say, we want you to try this one, and, you know, here it is, and here's a cup of coffee or something to clean your palate, yeah. some water, some whatever. And, uh, you know, we're smoking two cigars today uh, during the show. I will smoke hundreds of cigars next week, hundreds. Now, just so I understand this, they, they're having this show to try and get just retailers to buy their product? Yes. So there's no, no uh, none of the big online retailers are there it's just stores brick and mortar yes uh they may be there like lou rothman will be there probably not okay lou Ro- what about keith from probably not keith won't be there. so yeah. those guys won't be there this is this is just primarily retailers who own stores some although the, although they have stores i mean they could they could they could turn out but uh in their best interest i would imagine they're not and you know this is a political reasons and things like that behind it. It's a funny, funny business that brick-and-mortar stores, to be honest with you, are having a tough time because the big discount mail-order catalog people and stuff are driving retailers out of business, as Walmarts do in towns and stuff like that. So okay. The, so these big, giant box stores are, are putting a hurting on uh, the mom-and-pops. So this is a, an organization uh, to try to help the mom-and-pops. And, uh, you know, this particular cigar, for instance, you cannot get it from any of those, those particular guys. This is made just for them. And a nice, nice thing that these people did to make a product like that. The JFR, I mean, just for yeah. retailers. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we had talked earlier with Max and saying that, you know, um, Rocky Patel put something out maybe just for a store or something like that, but it's still the same brand. The TAA. Yeah, or whatever, but, and there's many other Rocky Patels and things like that out there. But this is actually a product that's available no other way. Yeah, Rocky Patel stuff, you can find a lot of his stuff online from the online retailers. Yeah, Quite yeah. frankly, deep discounted. Deep, deep, deep. And that's not good for the retailers because then you can't, you can't even compete. Matter of fact, most of the time, well, you can't even buy the boxes as cheap as the, your, your you, customers you, can. You had me- he had mentioned that some things are, are refused. The cigars are refused. Right. This is where... This is where they go. Yeah. This is the cemetery for the refused cigars. This is where they go to, to die. the online retailers. They buy a huge amount of them. Of mistakes. Put a different label on them and yeah, a, yeah. a mistake or something like that. Yeah. So, ah. So they're the mistakes and you say, uh, you know, the pro- and, and I'm, I'm against them doing it for, the, for their own sake because you end up getting some bad ones with their name on it. You assume, oh, I don't like them because they're bad. Ah. But you actually bought the bad ones. You know, you just didn't know it. No, you, bad on purpose. This this last this cigar you're smoking now is is ten dollars and fifty cents. If this thing is out there for three four dollars, it looks like it. Blah blah blah. But you know, geez, it didn't taste the same. Something went wrong. The, the there was too much weight in it, so the draw is bad. It's too little, so it's you know, or, or whatever went wrong with it. Right. This is this is where they go, and the belief is that it's the same product out there, which is not always the case. Well, and I'll tell you my my take on it. If I'm going to take the time to smoke a $10 cigar, take the time to, to sit down for an hour and smoke a cigar, I, I want to spend the couple extra bucks and have it be exactly what I expect it to be do you every go, time. Do you go buy the dented cans in the supermarket? No. You know, this is the dented cans in the supermarket. Ah, okay. You know, and, you know, is it cheaper? Sure. Is there a chance that the dented cans let some air in and the, and the stuff went bad inside? I guess 
there's the chance of you know yeah it happened you might get lucky you might not get lucky but no. hey that's a, it's a story for another whole whole thing but it's going to be a, a, certainly an interesting show i will call i won't be here next saturday i'll still be there Okay. Oh, are you I'm, doing the show by yourself there, Tommy? No, I'm going to do it live with, with Dave on the on the uh, on the other oh, end. Oh, nice! I'm gonna I'm gonna do it from the air, and Chuck says this thing is gonna work. It's gonna work, baby. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Chuck, not the other word, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he says it's gonna work. <laughs> so uh, we'll try there, and I will have so much news. I will have notes. I'm bringing a recorder with me. I'll interview some people, and uh, we'll, we'll find out what, what's going to come out in 2011 or late this year. Some things will be ready to, to ship right away. I'm very excited about what it. What do you think is going to be hot? What do you think is going to be the hot thing? Well, I think the hot thing right now is value. And people looking for a, a good value in a cigar. They're be, be, not shopping for a $10 cigar. No, because that is what's, what's happening on everything. Everybody's looking for a value. And you're talking even high-end restaurants and stuff. They're putting out specials and things like that. So you got people like Dick Perdomo that's putting out great 4 or $5 cigars. Great stuff. you got Brick House out there at 5 and $6 cigars. Great stuff. Uh, somebody uh, is, is launching $10 and up cigars. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to look at it. I'm going to try it. it. It better certainly be worth it for my pocketbook to, to make purchases for my retail stores. And I would imagine that's how uh, the other stores should be looking at it. So what is going to be hot this year is going to be value. That's what I think. I'm going there. That's what I'm looking now, for. Now, here's what's interesting about that. We talk about tobacco these days. I've been a tobacco smoker for 12 years. You've been a tobacco smoker for 25 years plus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, premium. We, I say tobacco premium. Cigars, yeah, twelve plus years. David, twenty-five plus years. At any rate, this is the best tobacco has ever been. It's great. Okay, so tobacco. First, you got to know this. This is the best tobacco has ever been. And this year's crop is the best it's ever been. And we will see that two years from and now. And although there's some subtle nuances, we also probably all agree that Nicaragua is producing the best tobacco in terms of plants out there right now. Yeah. Okay. So that having been said, okay, it's it's very competitive. If you have a four-dollar cigar like a Nick Stick. That is unbelievable. Why are you going to go buy a $10 cigar? If all tobacco is good, a Nick Stick is a Nicaraguan cigar made by a manufacturer who has control over the factory. It's his, it's his farm. It's his factory. He grows the tobacco. He controls the drying barns. He controls the fermentation. He controls the cigar all the way down, and we buy it here in New Hampshire for $4. It's going to be really hard to get me to buy a $10 cigar when I can buy that cigar for 4 Maybe two or three of them. You can get the can, same price. That's what I'm thinking. I'll yeah. buy three of those instead of one $12 cigar. Yeah. Then you can smoke that with your hot dog. <laughs> Perfect. I'll tell you, I was smoking Nick Stick with a hot dog or a steak. I'll tell you, I think that's a, a, it is. That, that's had, a go-to cigar for me right Nick now. Nick Stick is a very, I'm very good cigar. I'm smoking a lot of them. I think they're great. But I agree with you, Dave. When, right now, when tobacco is such great quality and $4 cigars are, are the same quality, really, really good, it's hard for me to say I'm going to spend $15 on a cigar right now. I right. think you're right. It, and it'll come back. I mean, we've gone through it in, in my 25-year career selling cigars. I've seen it come and go. And, you know, you're talking the early 90s. It really started going up in price. I never thought I'd see cigars go to the high price they did. They dropped down in 97. They creep back up. And this is the time it drops down again. And uh, what, I, what I had said to the people last week from um, Brick House is I hope the copycat effect that happens in this industry happens with their cigar, not necessarily on that flavor profile of the cigar, but the way they price it. Oh, the people are going to come out with a premium cigar for $6 to compete in that realm. They should, because that's what's selling. That's what's I'll selling right that. now. Would I be rather selling as a retailer, selling $20 cigars? 
Yeah. It's just not happening. Yeah, because the profit's a percentage of what you pay yeah. for it. So if you sell a $20 cigar or $5 cigar and you're making an average 30% profit uh, across the board, you're still, you're still making more money yeah, people selling a higher-priced cigar, yeah. right? Now, if you're a guy that, that, that smokes one cigar a year or something, buy yourself the $20 Davidoff cigar and enjoy yeah, yourself. And enjoy yourself, yeah, right. The, 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 the Padron anniversary or something like that. But a guy that smokes a couple of cigars a day, two $20 cigars, hey. Hey, you're burning $40 a day. Right. You know, $40 a day with Rachel Ray, we could do a cigar show like that. Right. <laughs> $40 a day with Tommy G and Dave. <laughs> How do we smoke $40 a day? We right. can smoke 10 cigars. Over the course of the day, at four dollars each, or we could smoke two cigars at twenty dollars each. Uh, the da- the Davidoff philosophy has always been with Zeno Davidoff is smoke better but smoke less. I I, I oh. do you know I said this before I, I want to sp- I'll I'll happily pay the ten dollars and fifty cents for the Rocky Patel cigar because I know I'm going to go to it in three months. It's going to be the same way it was when I smoked it today, and it's going to be the same exact cigar. And, and when I go and buy it, and I decide I'm going to smoke it because I had this big steak or whatever. That's what I'm going to expect. I'm not going to be happy if I buy it and it's not going to be that. Well, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to, and I am going to do what you guys recommended, which is I'm going to grab a box. I'm putting it away. We're going to smoke it next year. We'll try that. It's something going on. We did that with Pete Johnson's cigar, which came out at 20 oh, bucks. Oh, that was awesome. 20 bucks. So 20 bucks. We smoked uh, the Rocky Patel uh, 15, the 15-year-old anniversary, or the 15-year anniversary of yep. Rocky Patel today. We smoked the JFR. Uh, just for retailers today, two polar opposites, um, but and they were we both talked, great cigars. And we talked to Mr. Jonathan about his uh, booze cruise. We he did talk to you about your booze cruise. We had Max Bickler here from Rocky Patel. I think we had a great show. We had a great time, and next week we're going to do it live from New Orleans, Louisiana. That's where I'll be. Tommy Grello will be here in Salem, New Hampshire. We'll talk back and forth and have a good time. Those that are listening for the first time, thank you so much for listening to the Cigar Authority. We'll see you next week right here on the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Mr. Jonathan, IsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. We do everything for Thanks, guys. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we will tailor a package to fit your needs. Reach me at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or by phone 603-475-1391. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I would like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's Stogie Heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1 on Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Nashua, and Seabrook, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have put three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Tax-Free, New Hampshire, or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars anywhere, and single cigars, too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Get in on the ground floor of our new show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority reaches a strong audience of educated consumers with disposable income. We will tailor a commercial to fit your needs from post-production to the finished product. Email us at ads at thecigarauthority.com. That's ads at thecigarauthority.com. 
Get in on our team and team up with the Cigar Authority. White Birch Brewing is the home of finely crafted, small-batch beers. My friend, owner and operator Bill Herlicker's goal is to brew great beer for the beer enthusiast. Let me tell you from experience, folks, this guy is all about quality. White Birch Brewing is a two-barrel brewery located in Hookset, New Hampshire. That takes an artisan approach to brewing. Bill releases unique interpretations of Belgian styles, barley wines, imperial stouts, and wild ales. Each batch is bottle conditioned and aged at the brewery. It's a slow process, but one they wouldn't trade for anything. Ask your local retailer for White Birch beers or go to whitebirchbrewing.com. Our friends at White Birch Brewing are as passionate about beer as the Cigar Authority is about food? No, cigars. Cigars, yeah, that makes sense. Grella Financial is a multi-generational, wholly independent financial planning firm. Family owned and operated, all of their clients are treated like extensions of their family. They'll take the time to find out what is truly important to you for making great financial decisions. Unlike working with larger firms and talking to voicemail, you are assured to talk with Tom Sr., Tom Jr., Joanne, or Bridget Grella every time. Going through a divorce, selling a business, inheriting money, or about to retire? Consider calling the Grella family at 800-752-7235 or visit them on the web at grellafinancial.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Hey, Sammy B here, Sammy B's Custom Carpentry, foundation to finish and everything in between. Find a job I can't do. I dare you. At Sammy B's Custom Carpentry, I build everything myself, so you know it's American-made and built to last. I don't subcontract. I'm committed to getting the job, and I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references, 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy B's, 603-553-2345. The proceeding was a sponsor.